welcome to the Postmodern Art Podcast, the podcast dedicated to giving artists who are wowing the world over the platform they deserve. I am your host, Nathan Raglan, and for today's episode, I have an artist that I genuinely think is really, really, really good. And their work? Well, it's pog as fuck. Today's guest is Artsy, an animator and thumbnail artist who's created iconic first impressions for such amazing content creators such as Smitty, Big Puffer, and so much more. Artsy is seriously a good friend of the podcast, someone that I've been keeping up with for a good couple of years and someone I've been wanting to have on the podcast for a good couple of years. And believe me when I say the conversation that we had on the podcast was better than I could have ever anticipated and then some. So I know that you guys are going to really, really love and enjoy the conversation as well. If you enjoy Artsy, please make sure to support him in the links down in the description below. I know he just announced the other day that he just recently put in two weeks notice for his job, his IRL job, and to focus more on art. So any love and support would really be appreciated. If you enjoy the podcast, make sure you like, share, subscribe, or follow whatever audio streaming platform you prefer. Leave five stars wherever you can. You know I see that stuff and you know I genuinely do love it. If you want to go a little further with that support, may I recommend the incredible merch that you can find on our fourth wall shop with the links to that in the description below, including the fantastic new shoes. I think you would look sensational with these incredible sick kicks today. But now, without further ado, please enjoy the Postmodern Art Podcast. How are you doing today, man? Uh, do you know what? I'm actually really good. good. Really good. I'm really glad to hear that. I really am. <laughs> oh, this is like it's. I've. It were like th- this is it. Like these past few months and stuff with doing my artwork, it's just been absolutely wild. Right. Seriously. Um, I'm seriously glad to hear that. Seriously. Thank you. It's just like it, I. I don't know. It's just been like a roller coaster of emotions. Just like it's only I've wanted to do artwork for like the longest time, and then obviously it's finally all kicked off and. I'm now I'm at a place where I feel like I can keep going with my artwork and do something that I feel passionate about as a kind of a job. So it's so fun. It's so good. Dude, that's seriously glad to hear. Because, okay, the reason why I'm really glad to hear that now more than ever is because I think, what was it, yesterday, I was talking with some buddies and I was telling them that I'm bringing you on the podcast and such. And he's like, oh, yeah. And I was like, well, I've been trying to get this guy on the podcast for years now. In fact, let me go back in my messages and see how long it's been since I tried to get you on the podcast. <laughs> Dude, it's been 2021 since I've been trying to get you on this podcast. I don't know if you realize that or oh not. My, yeah. Because I, I, I remember, like, the first messages we were sending, it was because I, I was wanting to do, like, a voiceover thing for, like, Battlefield 2042, I think. And it oh, were wait, what? <laughs> yeah, I, were like, I were like, yeah, I want to do this thing. I've got this passion project that I want to do. Never ended up doing it. So I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> oh, I don't even remember that. All I just know is I remember, like, the first message you sent me was you thanking me because I think you, you had were uh, – like a little tough on money or whatnot and i just sent like a little money over because i didn't mind oh, yourself yeah, you for a did, while yeah. mate honestly i cannot thank you enough for all that at oh. all like if i could ever repay it to you just please uh, like let me do it because mate you have helped me out so much in times where i've needed the help so thank you so much look you being here and then you eventually doing the thumbnail for this episode whenever i pay you to oh, yeah. for it or whatnot like that yeah, that, yeah. that more than pays for it that's more than enough for me all right <laughs> I've also, I noticed as well in the background, uh, it is Lil Nas X. Was it drawn by Senpai Beth? It was drawn by Senpai Beth. You have a very yeah. good eye. 
I was going to say, she is like the second episode I had on the podcast, so yeah. Yeah. <laughs> God, shout out to her. I hope she's doing well these days. Jesus. Uh, she's about to call it. I've, um, she's been straight, started up streaming again, doing her artwork. Yeah, I've, 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 uh, seen, I've seen like little bits of like her streams and stuff and like little art stuff here and there and whatnot. So, I mean, it's good to see her like still doing stuff. Honestly, her work is it's so cute. She's got these little ducks that go on the bottom of her screen. And, oh, it's adorable. It's I love great. it. It's wonderful. I was going to say, I'm surprised that's the thing you noticed and not the big, giant, fucking Smitty YouTubes that I got right here. Oh, I just noticed it. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, look at this. Look I got this the same one. You got the same one? Nice. I got the same one. <laughs> It's like I'm, I'm so bad. Yeah. I worked with him for like so many years and I didn't know it. That's <laughs> why I was like, look, as someone that is a huge fan of Smitty's content and such, like it was obvious I had to have Smitty in the background as well as go oh, ahead as well as go ahead and get a head start on Smitty's newest flavor for gamer subs. Good. If you haven't gotten good, you got you I got good. I got good. <laughs> <laughs> I've because I, I haven't got any of them yet. Um because I'm thinking about doing it because I do, I do drink my waters and stuff like that, but, like, I've been drinking a lot of, like, energy drinks and stuff like that to try and keep me going through the night, and I'm just mm. like, they're not cheap. They're, like, here in the UK for, like, the biggest kind of Red Bull you can get, it's, like, talking about nearly £3, and I'm oh, like, Jesus, I'm not, yeah. I can't, yeah, I can't, I'm not paying that much anymore. I mean, I've done the help, I've got a Starbucks right in front of me because I, I need the coffee and I need the caffeine, but... <laughs> I mean, if nothing else, if I were you, if you really want to, like, try it out, I know they got, like, sample packs or whatnot, so I would, like, get some of the sample yeah. packs real quickly, see how exactly you feel on them compared to the energy drinks, because, like, the thing is, they're not supposed to, like, hit hard like an energy drink, it's supposed to be... You've seen all the ads or whatnot. Like, like a moderate, like, yeah. 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 It's, like, like, a, it's like, like a gradual caffeine over time or whatnot, but, like, if nothing else, I fucking love the flavor of them more than anything else. That's why I get them at the end of the day. Um, yeah, I mean, I was, what ones would you recommend? Person. Oh. <laughs> okay. Jokes aside, good is good. I'm not gonna lie. It tastes like if you ever had like <laughs> if you've ever had Hawaiian punch, that's what it tastes like to me. Um, which oh is right. Like, yeah, which is not bad. Personally, and you're gonna laugh at this name. I cannot get enough of Grandpa's Ashes. That one is my absolute favorite. <laughs> Everyone says that. What flavor is it? it? It's like it's like a berry, like a, a creamy berry kind of flavor or whatnot. Mm. So yeah, Ooh. it's like like if you go on the website, it gives like a general description. Except with good, it didn't give like a general description of what flavor it is or whatnot. I I didn't know Smitty said it was something to do with, is it cherry? I think it was like cherry slushy or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, okay, yeah, now you say that, like, I, I, I'm I, getting a bit of that. I get a bit of, like, said, the Hawaiian punch flavor. Like, that's what I strongly get whenever I drink it. But, like, regardless, it mm. is good. But personally, like, I, I I was hesitant whenever I first got it. But, like, again, Grandpa's Ashes is, like, really good. And after I get done with this good, I'm whenever I need a refill, I'm getting more Grandpa's Ashes. It's <sighs> that That... Or uh, waifu candy is actually a really good one, and then, or if you want to go with like more of a basic one, like the the blue or blue raspberry or whatnot, really good flavor. Like the, yeah, the, yeah, I've seen it was something like lily. What is it? Uh, the oh, new yeah, flavor. The, the, the blowhole blast. Blow yeah. blast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you know what? We don't really have like uh, that many Mountain. Like we don't really have any other Mountain Dew flavors in the UK. We've only got the 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 plain Mountain Dew. Yeah, so, yeah, so, I've heard, I've heard that before, which I feel so sad for you guys because you're missing out on the brilliance that is the Baja Blast. Like, I want the Baja Blast. <laughs> <laughs> I want that Baja Blast. Well, then get your ass over to America. I'll be more than happy to give you some Baja Blast, bitch. 
Hey, we're gonna have to put this interview on pause. I'm coming. I'm literally buying a plane ticket right now. <laughs> Fuck it. We'll make it an IRL one. We'll give you like a mask or something like that to cover yourself. <laughs> no, I'll uh, I'll sit off in the corner at a camera, but then I'll animate my character in the in the chair. Oh man, like I would appreciate that, but also like I oh. don't want to give you that much work. Like Jesus Christ, man. So I did make up some good like before this interview or whatnot, and now that I have another ship, I get the 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 cherry slush. Like I totally get yeah, the flavor of it. Yeah, yeah. I haven't had a, do you know? I really want like because we used to have was it slush puppies? Oh yes. Oh, I know yeah. what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, we uh, what I call it. I remember when I was a kid, we used to go like swimming practice and stuff like that at the local kind of like um, leisure center. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they used to have like slushy machines, and I was always like, "Mom, can I get one? Can I get one?" She's like, "No, no, no, no." <laughs> 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 Too much sugar, no. <laughs> Well, now you're an adult and you can go out and get your own. <laughs> I'm going to get my own slushy. Yeah. I want slushy. <laughs> but yeah, but uh, I will say, though, if you can't get the, the slushy flavor, I do highly recommend getting good. Use Code Puffer for 10% off. I'll shout, I'll shout out both of your creators right there. <laughs> I'll let him know. <laughs> oh, mate, you want to watch this new podcast? Why? Uh, you know, um, there's Code Puffer in there. <laughs> yeah, it's code puffer ten percent off, and also uh, gamer cool. subs. If 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 you're watching this at this point, um, you know I would greatly love like a creator code. Like you just just hit me up. I, I as you can tell right now, I am a corporate shell. Okay, I'll be more than happy yeah. to push this stuff out for you. Just just give me a code. Just give me a code. Give us both codes. <laughs> yeah, give us both codes, man. <laughs> I'm a streamer now. <laughs> you know what? You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna just like get some of this little intro bit because I am recording this little intro bit. By the way, if it's cool, with oh, you, was, uh, if it's cool with you, I was gonna put this as part of the podcast itself. But like, your episode's gonna be a good couple weeks out. Like, you're gonna have some time with it. But like, yeah, sometime within like the next week or so, I'm gonna just take this little intro bit of us shilling out fucking good, putting it online, <laughs> and being like at Gamer Subs, Smitty Puffer, Hey yo, Hey yo, <laughs> Hey yo, Where's our code? I want a code. <laughs> Oh you was called Smitty. You or is it S seven or Smitty? It's Smitty, it's, isn't it? it? Yeah. So for Smitty, it's S seven. For Puffer, it's, it's Puffer. And uh, oh, you can't forget Eli and and I'll say I, I think Goons is just Goons or whatnot. Um, if I remember correctly. Yeah, yeah. I know Russian Badger is just Badger. Uh, yeah. There's uh, all... Is Blags? Is Matty's Matty's is Blag? Isn't I think, it? I'm pretty sure it would be Blag. Or is it just Goons? It's either Blargs or Goons. Either way, if you know mm. a creator code, if you love your creator, use that code. Although we here at the Postmodern Podcast, we're going to recommend either S7 or Puffer, whichever you prefer. <laughs> Puffer. I go with Puffer. <laughs> he my boss. If I don't say it, he'll kill yeah, me. I was going to say. <laughs> use code Puffer. Anywho. <laughs> Uh, but but seriously though, despite all the, the the patience and everything, thank you so much for taking the time to do this, man. I have been eager to to do this interview for a while, and I'm yeah. glad we finally got to time to where we can actually do this conversation. I've been so eager to do it myself, like it, it's been so unreal, like because I've got a full time job as well as doing this, right, right. Uh, and I've been telling them all week, like, I, well, for the past few months, I've been telling them about my artwork and stuff like that, and they were like, oh yeah, yeah. they're not really interested, and they don't really get it. And I was like, I'm going on a podcast this weekend. I'm like getting an interview for a podcast. And they were like, what? I'm like, yeah, it's an art podcast. Yeah. And we're like, oh, and I'm like, I've just not stopped talking about it. I've been so excited for it. <laughs> 
no, dude, trust me. I, I get it. I get that mentality. Like, first off, I get the whole entire, like, Hey, you work one job, you, like you work a full-time job aside from doing the creative stuff. Again, you're talking mm. to someone that is forklift certified. Thank you very much. Um, <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> stay back, ladies. Really I'm taking. <laughs> I'm sorry. Say that again. I really want to sing a uh, Game Grumps' Forklift Simulator. <laughs> <laughs> Just but, run over my dad. <laughs> but no, trust me, like I, I'm I'm glad you're excited because I know that excitement's gonna be really shown bright in the podcast and stuff. I'm really excited to see how this is gonna turn out regardless. Um I'm happy, you're happy, my little dude looks really happy. <laughs> I think exactly. it's a win win. <laughs> it's a win for everyone. Do you have any questions or concerns before we get this show on the road? Profanity. Uh, my, how should I word this? My level profanity is whatever level you want to be. So if you swear, I do not give a fuck. Go for it. Yay! <laughs> like, look, I'm only recently, but well, I haven't recently been monetized, but I've been I'm, just because I'm monetized. I'm careful to make sure that at least the first thirty seconds has no swears. So I think yeah, I'm yeah. good in the grand scheme yeah. of everything. I mean, you've got like an, an introduction as well that you do as well. So yeah, exactly. I mean, you like the 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 little animated intro I have alone is like twenty five seconds on its own. So that's oh, yeah. most of it. And then I do like my little pre recorded one that takes up a good couple minutes. So we're well past the thirty seconds to where any fucks can fly. Um, thank you thank you i'm here all week <laughs> wait is it really gonna last that long for the interview oh damn <laughs> it's as long as you want to talk i'll put it like that um <laughs> it's a podcast for fuck's sakes anyways uh, all right artsy before we really get going i must ask the icebreaker question of the podcast if i may Let's say, yeah, let's say you get to go to a desert island on your own accord. You know, it's you, along with your thoughts, you get to kick back, relax, breathe, you can truly enjoy yourself for a little bit. But with accommodations, you're not stranded on the side. It's like your own little personal B&B or whatnot. Like, yeah. it, it's, and, and trust me, it's a completely different island than the island you're stuck on right now. Okay, I got you covered there. Um <laughs> <laughs> However, to make sure you don't go completely batshit insane on this island, you can bring one piece of media or one piece of art with you to help whatever kind of headspace you want on this island. If given this opportunity, what would that one piece be? Um, uh, I'm gonna. Oh, this one's really tricky. Uh, one piece of media. I think just to kind of ride out the wildness of like my insanity that I slowly will draw myself into probably the doom soundtrack Ooh, ooh, okay elaborate why is that the first place you go to so when shit hits the fan mm -hmm. and you start going down that road of like insanity you've then got like some of the most hardcore music possibly going you've got like a uh, mastermind uh, and BFG division from doom you just like whilst that's rocking out in the back like doo -doo 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 -doo, you're like just going absolutely <laughs> batshit insane it's my island <laughs> i mean granted it's like a little personal paradise but also i get that mentality you can only spend so much time alone by yourself on this island so i get yeah. it yeah <laughs> i mean no like you completely go insane it's my island i'll do what i want with my <laughs> island and i've got my doom soundtrack to go with my insanity so, so, <laughs> so, so what are you gonna be doing you're trying to like destroy trees while the doom soundtrack is going on <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just kicking up dust and sand everywhere. Through <laughs> my island! <laughs> God, I'm already envisioning like how that visually would look more or less. 
You'll just see like some random boat come across and go, we think we found a desert island and a person stranded on it. It's just me. Go away! And the Doom soundtrack playing out loud. <laughs> I mean, all that boat's like, I think they're possessed. We'll just keep going past. We'll see if there's any other yeah. get life around here. <laughs> I think there's another island if we just go north. <laughs> <laughs> but regardless, the Doom soundtrack, that is your answer. You're lucking that in. Oh, 100%. 100%. Then if that's the case, I cannot think of a better way to start the Postmodern Art Podcast. Welcome, everyone. I am your host, Nathan Ragland. Uh, feel free to like, share, subscribe, or follow whatever audio streaming platform you prefer. You should check out that incredible merch shop with the absolutely outstanding merch. You would look fantastic in it today, if I do say so myself. And follow us on follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Blue Sky, and TikTok at Postmod Art Pod for future updates and guest announcements, including today's guest. <clears throat> he is an animator and thumbnail artist who's created iconic first impressions for the likes of Smitty, Big Puffer, Ty Wittis, and more. Welcome to the podcast, Artsy. Hey y'all, how y'all doing? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> how you doing today, my good sir? I am doing very well. Thank you very much. Thank you. I'm in a really good mood. I'm feeling really jolly. Good, so, good, good. You. I'm glad you're in that really good mood because, again, like I said in a little intro bit, I've been trying to get you on this podcast for years. I'm so glad we finally <laughs> – things have calmed down and things have been good enough for you to actually be able to be on here and talk about some shit because – I'm a very busy man. <laughs> <laughs> for better or for worse, and I don't blame you, but I'm glad that we're getting this opportunity, especially with some of the stuff that you've been able to do as of late, which I, I cannot tell you how impressed I am with it. But before really this, before we really discuss the stuff that you're making nowadays – I want to go back mm. just a little bit and learn more or less the origin story of Artsy. What got you interested in art and animation in the first place? Ooh, um, so when I was a kid, like growing up watching like cartoons and animations and stuff like that, originally when I was younger, I wanted to be a stop motion animator. Like Ooh. my dream, yeah, my dream as a kid was to want to work at Aardman because um, I grew up watching um, Wallace and Gromit. Classic. Uh, what else? Uh my literally my brain's just completely gone blank on me on this one um <laughs> yeah they were like all the wallace and gromit shorts then um i think there were there's a tv show in the uk when i was growing up um to kind of like encourage kids to draw and stuff like that there was two there was uh one called art attack and another one called smart and on the tv show smart uh, they had little segments like little cutaways and the cutaways were to admin's morph so Morph and Chaz, uh, is it Chaz? Chad, one of the two, I can't remember. Um, but it was like little cutaways to their little short animations and they had to cut back to the studio and stuff like that. Um, and I'd always used to just watch um, Morph, essentially. <laughs> and then it was when I was, I think, 11 or 12, um, went on holiday with the family to the south of England uh, and we saw in a little shop um, make your own Morph, essentially. And it was like it came up with all the all the clay, not clay, play doh that you needed. Um, and then you'd make your own morph. And then it was like, and this is how you do stop motion animation. And then it also came with a load of morph shots. And then uh, a day, I think it was like a day or two later, we found the Chaz version of it as well. They're the Ooh. same box, so we bought them both. And I did start to do like stop motion animation with that. And then um, another a YouTube channel I used to watch as a kid a lot was Forest Fire One Hundred One. Okay. Um, and that were Lego. So then I was then collecting Lego. And then it were, I would mess around with like Lego and Play Doh and stuff like that for stop motion. 
and it were it wasn't until like I was about I don't know because I used to be really into doing drawing as well, mm-hmm. and I used to go, the the school that I used to go to and do art and stuff like that, I did uh, as a GCSE I picked art and I was really looking forward to it, um, and then it was like I had this art teacher she was absolutely awful to me. Um, I mean like even even my mum could back it up as well. Um, but she used to single me out, bully me and stuff like that. Don't get me wrong, I used to be sometimes a little shit as well because teenagers are teenagers, but she used to just single me out for no reason. And I think the day that I kind of stopped doing artwork, in, to me, like the motivation to do it was one lesson. I did this whole page of like, um, I don't know, it were, was it watercolour? I can't remember. It were of some elephants. Um, and I did it and she came over to me ripped out the page ripped it up and then went do it again what? and i and I, and I was only like 14 and then from then on forward i just had no interest in art anymore um completely out of it and i was like nah, nah i'm done i'm done like i, I don't want to do this anymore and it really upset me Good um, Lord. i mean like, uh, even, even then just that little bit alone like that's that's a villain arc right there like straight up yeah. that's just a straight up villain arc right there because <laughs> you like really encourage wanting to do it for the longest time and then there's just one person that just completely dashes your dreams like good lord and especially <laughs> it, it, with the fact that it was an art teacher as well so it's yeah. like someone that you look up to and like give you advice and stuff like that and she just completely ripped my work up and i was like i don't want to do this anymore like where's the motivation to keep going and stuff like that and then my parents were really upset the fact that what they call it i was just demotivated to do art because i used to do little drawings and stuff like that and then Mm -hmm. obviously they do that that obvious parent thing where we're gonna hang it up on the fridge but we used to like hang them up in the cupboards and stuff like that and my artwork and it were you know, it was just like a complete demotivation. But it wasn't until I'd say I was about 17, 18, I started seeing artwork on Twitter by um, uh, and like people who do like started when thumbnails were really kind of popping off kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And it was um, Connor Goody and Sam Jones Art. Yes, um, yes, I know those names yeah. are very iconic for those that pay attention to, to thumbnail <laughs> art and such like that. I've wanted both of them on this podcast before. So I, I honestly, uh, I think they should come on this podcast because they are both absolutely incredible. Um, really but awesome. it were, it were Connor. Uh, there were Connor Goody's work. They now work for Vanos. Yes. They've been working for Vanos for years, and honestly, their work is absolutely incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but it was like them two that got me into like thinking okay, well, I can draw an anime and, well, like, anime, because I'm still practicing myself doing that. I'm learning. But it was like, they are drawing for these content creators that I watch, you know, um, so, like, Vanos and Smitty and all this, that and the other, and the, the rest of the groups and stuff, Big Jiggly Panda and uh, Syndicate and stuff like that. And I was like, I'm, I watch these people. They're doing this. And I, my favorite type of work is cartoon anyway. So I was like, well, you know, well, I'll start doing it. So I started drawing on paper. Mm-hmm. And then it wasn't until I was about 18, uh, nearly 19, I got um, a cheap little Wacom thing for about £30 um, and then started trying to draw and Photoshop for with that. Um, and then from there, it was saved my money and I ended up buying in 20... When was it? 2018, 2018, yeah. Bought a Wacom tablet, the proper big ones, the okay. ones with the screen, because um, I messaged Sam. I reached out to him and I was like, what do you use? And he told me. So I was like, right, I've got enough money for it. I could buy it and I bought it. And I think it was funny because I went shopping with a friend the day that I bought it. And we were in a shop and I just started crying. 
And he went, why are you, why are you crying? And I went, I've just spent £700 on a drawing <laughs> And he was like, do you think that's going to pay off? I'm like, oh, no. But obviously, I paid off, so. I, I'm sorry. I just, I love to think that the initial thought was like, oh, my God, I'm actually chasing my dreams. No, it's, oh, my God, I just spent so much I've fucking money. Seven, yeah, I've spent nearly a grand. <laughs> but, yeah, it was... <laughs> It were from there though, like I've been doing the artwork and it's only just this week that I've changed from that Wacom to, because um, that one was only a 13 inch screen. Mm-hmm. I've worked on it since 2018, February 2018. Damn. We're now in February 2024 and I've only just upgraded to a 22 inch Huey on tablet. So now I'm on a bigger like bigger screen. It, it's This is what I envisioned when I started. Like I, if I could get a screen this big, then I feel like I've accomplished my dream at, like, at some part. And I've now got said things sat right in front of me and I'm like, right, I am where I am now. Like I'm, I'm at that point where I wanted to be years ago and I'm here. So that win, is, win. That is incredible to hear regardless. I mean, that, that, that origin story alone is like really incredible <laughs> when you look through it. I mean, like the rise, fall and rise of artsy more than anything else. Like cause, we could turn it into a film. <laughs> Because, like, trust me, I get it whenever it comes to, like, the stop motion, like, beginning more than anything else. Especially whenever you grew up at a time when Wallace and Gromit was, like, the thing more than anything yeah. else. Like, how can you not fall in love with stop motion animation like that? Like, it, it's it's so much charm. It's so perfect. Like, especially, like, the shorts alone, but, like, even in, like, their their big movies, like The Curse of the Were-Rabbit. Oh, my God. It's a fucking masterpiece. Chicken Run. That were, that were a big well. one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Especially Chicken Run. Oh, my goodness. I mean, but we had... We had all these on VHS. That's how old I'm. I'm 25, 26, but we had them all on VHS, and that's dude, how much I remember. We used to rewind them so much. Dude, I'm 27 years old. I get it. Like I know. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm right there with you. Old I get it. <laughs> Back in my day. <laughs> Back in my day, there was no Twitter. It was AOL Messenger. <laughs> <laughs> we used to send letters by the post <laughs> oh goodness no, but like it, it, like I'm so glad that that teacher even though it was for a moment I'm so glad that the teacher like didn't discourage you too much to where you finally fell back in love into art and such with the content creators which is another thing that I wanted to, to, to touch upon with our conversation like obviously they're a major part of your life especially now nowadays but let's go back yeah. to whenever you were like first really you know getting introduced to them how did you become introduced to certain content creators like van austin smitty and such um so like i used to obviously i used to play video games as well mm-hmm. um and at the time it was 2012 when black ops 3 or not Black Ops 3, Black Ops 2 was a big thing. Yep. Um, and it was kind of like being introduced to, like, I, I grew up on YouTube with, like, the Fred era uh, and, like, early Smosh and stuff like that. And it was like, I, I got to a point where I kind of grew out of it and I was like, well, obviously, it's not for me. Like, Fred's very childish, blah, blah, blah. Yep. Um, and I was like, well, you know, and I kept seeing these compilations of people popping up playing Black Ops 2 and it was Vanos. And that's, I, like, I started watching it and I was just like, oh my god this is actually really funny like genuinely like they're having so much fun they're just messing around they're not even playing the game properly like how me and my friends play it like we were like proper like oh, oh, let's defuse the bomb no someone's dead <laughs> like really but like vanos and stuff like that they were playing like uh hide and seek with like enemies on search and destroy or they're all camping and hiding in one spot where yes. it's not obvious and, you know they were prattling around and then it were the tomahawk compilations and stuff like that 
So that's how I got into watching Van Arsen, which is then when I started watching H.R. Delirious, started watching, um, whatchamacallit, uh, Died in Ogler, yep. Terrorizer, and uh, the one who shall not be named. And yep. it were like, yeah. <laughs> but it's like how I got into watching them. And then from there, it were like wanting to watch more content creators um, in that area, in that field. And then it were... I don't know how, but I think I just stumbled upon Smitty in 2014, mm-hmm. watching some of the early Battlefield 4 stuff. Yes. And, um, and I started watching that, and then it were like, I, I watched a few of them, and then it wasn't until when Fallout 4 came out, and he did a whole kind of like um, like three videos on it. I remember those videos. And I, just, and I fell in love with him. I was like, right, this guy is, I, like, in my eyes, I think funnier than funnier than Vanos. Like, don't get me wrong, Vanos is still funny, but like oh, yeah. this is this is kind of like my comedy, like my humor. Um and I just fell in love with his content and stuff like that. And I, I, from there it were like I noticed that he, he, he then changed the profile picture to roughly around that time where it was the milk bag with a spinning hat. And then there yeah, there yeah <laughs> the very same one that I got as well that yep. I completely <laughs> about. Um but then I were like just drawing on paper, drawing like the cartoon characters, all of them you know, um, Moo and stuff like that. And it were, it was just an absolute laugh and absolute have, having a ball, destroying these characters. And then it were, I didn't start into, because then I got into doing Twitter. Because mm-hmm. that's where I noticed, obviously, Connor and stuff like that were doing the, um, the, 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 the artwork of, for the content creators. And I was like, that's where I was like, right, okay, I, I, I want to do this. So, but it were, to get to the work, the work with like people like Smitty and stuff like that, I just, it's an absolute dick move, but I was just like spamming them with like I was spamming them with like fan art, like one every day. I was like, I, I I watched like the latest Smitty video, and I was like, right, Smitty video, bang straight out. Like got a new thumbnail, a new like kind of drawing that I've done, smash that out, and then a day later it upload again, and I'm like, bang, and I've got another one within like three hours, and I just kept going and going and going, and it were 20, 2020. Where um, I have worked with other content creators before then. I'd worked with Terrorizer for a bit, worked with No Globe okay. once or twice. Um, but the same thing with them, spamming them with fan art and stuff like that. And then it was Smitty. Obviously, like I said, the one content creator I've watched since I was like, I don't know, 15, 16 kind of thing. And it was when he followed me back. And I was in a call, Discord call with my friends. It was so funny. Because um, he, he followed me back and I just went, <gasps> <laughs> and they were like, what? I was like, Smitty's following me back. And then uh, like 30 seconds later, got a DM off him. And I'm like, Whoa! and I literally oh. fell off my chair. And my friends were like, oh, what's happened? What's happened? I'm like, he's just reached out. He just asked me if I could work for him, if I could work for him. So, and it were, they were like, oh my God, what are you going to say, dude? And I was like, I don't know. I'm like, full on freaking out. Um, but yeah, honestly, like, and then from there, I've been like, been able to work with quite a few of the group. I've worked with Matt, um, Blag, I've worked with him. Uh, once or twice. Um, I've worked with now. I work with Puffer. Yep. Um, and what I call it, I think. Um, would Smitty or sometimes probably reach out and ask if he wants like an illustrated thumbnail because he's he's deviated away from that now. But um, yeah, he, he still appreciates the artwork that I do. And I, do you know what? I can't thank him enough, all of them enough for the opportunity that they've given me for doing this. So genuinely, it's a dream come true. And I think it all started with with freaking black ops and battlefield 4 videos that you just couldn't yeah. even watch like i mean I, I did want to go down that route of making gaming content but right. like i've always had the the art side of me still inside 
even though when I thought it was dead, like it was still there. So yeah, I'm just kind of glad that it's that I, I kind of thought, you know, no, keep going, just keep doing the artwork, don't give up, just keep going. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like especially with the artwork you've been able to to produce, regardless. Like I'm glad it. I'm glad it mm. was dormant, but not defeated. More than anything else. Yeah. Um, and Thank like you. I was gonna say, especially with like the content that they were pushing at the time. Like for me, I remember whenever I was first getting into like creators like that for Vanos, it was back at the banana bus days like that was never yeah, that, yeah. that, that, that was never i was on board with him and then with smitty it was the it was the csgo videos they did especially like the yeah just csgo oh. things or whatnot like the vac band videos, vac band oh. videos yeah. <laughs> or vacations or whatever you call them or whatnot yeah <laughs> oh that, that was like those were like the days like reminiscent counter strike roulette yeah, Counter Oh my God! Don't even get me started on Counter Strike Roulette. Oh, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm I'm so glad that also like they were a good foundation for you to like go forth and actually like you know go with art as well. Like it, it leads me to the question I was gonna ask a while ago. Like when did it go from just like a general love and admiration for art, and I guess at one point a loss of it, to a passion and truly wanting to make it your career? Um, it were. Like, when I got the actual graphics tablet, the main one, mm-hmm. uh, was when I was like, right, let's try and make something out of this. Because my, uh, it sounds really silly, but like when I had that first Wacom tablet, like my hand-eye coordination was terrible. Um, but it was like, I did post some fan art of um, Smitty again. Mm-hmm. I feel so sorry for that guy, for the amount of shit that I've spammed him with. Um, <laughs> Right. It were he was playing Fortnite and he got the gingerbread skin and he was calling himself Sam Fan uh, what was it? Uh Sam Fisher Price. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And I drew some like uh Sam Fisher Price kind of thing. And he asked me, he were like, he because I sent it off, he liked it, and then he were like, Can I use this as a thumbnail? This was years ago, 2018, 2019. And I was like, Yeah, yeah, sure. And it was it was dog shit. Like now I look back on it, it was absolutely <laughs> terrible. Um but yeah, it was like, yeah, I sent it off and it, it was like, yeah, thank you so much, thank you. And I was like, oh my god, oh my god, like what the hell? Like it's being used, like uh, like I've said, there's Sam Jones art and stuff like that, that that does all this properly as a career kind of thing. And I was like, oh my god, like I I I could do this. I think I can do this. Um and then it were Died and Ogler tweeted out that he was looking for a thumbnail artist. Mm. And he was wanting uh, people to submit a drawing specifically. Because uh, he put the, he tweeted the brief. Uh, and he was like, let's see what you can all come up with and I'll pick a few people to work with. And I saw these other artists and stuff like Deli DeRay um, and Little Hypno. They were yep. two other um, thumbnail artists as well that kind of got picked up at the same time. And we... You know, it were like seeing their work and then all of a sudden it were getting the follow back from Died and Oglerny and, and then same with Terrorizer after I did the couple of odd fan art not that long after. It was all within the space of a week. Mm-hmm. Um, and I were like, right, I'm doing thumbnails now. Like, I'm doing thumbnails. Don't shit. But we all have to start from somewhere kind of thing. And I feel like it was good that them those two kind of gave me the stepping tools to just think, yeah, okay, I can, I can go somewhere with this. And it has its... You know, and then obviously working with the, the guys that I work with now, you know, but it were, 
yeah, it, <laughs> it was an absolute fever dream just like being followed back by these content creators because I know some of the people I grew up with that I went to school, uh, high school, college, not university because college in the UK is different, but like, um, I'm sure you know that anyway, but um, <laughs> I was gonna say, like, isn't isn't Correct me if I'm wrong. Isn't high school considered uni or whatnot, or is that like a different? No, it's completely different. So it's like you've got um, primary school, high school, and then you've got uh, college, which is like, um, yeah, it is like your high school. Yeah, it is because high school is like kind of your back end there, like before you go to university, isn't it? Right. Well, it's right. called college. Um, but college for us in the UK is 16 to 18, and then university is 18 to 21. Right. Um, okay, that's what I was yeah, thinking of. Okay. I, yeah, I, yeah. I, same thing i just mixed it around college is technically the the last three years of high school for us and then yeah uh you know university, university is also college. Yeah, yeah for you guys yeah so but for those who don't know clarified um <laughs> but yeah we um it were like some people i used to go to college with and stuff like that in high school that used to watch these creators as well same as me mm-hmm. and then like actually one of them messaged me the other day and he was like, holy shit, like it's so weird to see that you're working with the people that we used to watch and that still watch. Right. And he went, and it's wild because I get to see your artwork and know that's you. I was like, I, it, it still kind of feels surreal to me. Like even now it feels surreal. Even if I get a message popping up and being like, yo, can you do a thumbnail? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I love it. So yeah. I, I mean, I mean, I've kind of been able to, to witness that like secondhand with you guys. Cause like I've interviewed a good couple of thumbnail artists on here, such as, you know, yeah. Senpai Beth, Lil Hypno, um, uh, Kihori, who does a lot of, uh, Wildcat thumbnails and such. Yeah. Kihori, and, yeah. Yes. And like, I, 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 it makes me, cause like, I've obviously like noticed your guys' art over the years, watching the videos of these content creators. Like it's a, obviously a great first impression for a lot of people and such. And so the fact that I mm. got to talk to them after the, like, at, you know, as they're, doing this or after they've been able to do this for a while and like to go back and actually still see that, you know, for some of them, they're still doing it and like still see their art afterwards and whatnot. It's just like, yeah, I know that person. It's so cool. It's so cool. (laughs) (laughs) I, yeah, it's still surreal. Mm -hmm. And I I think what's really good now, what I've noticed these past year is the thumbnail and just the YouTube art community. It's thriving. It's growing um there's so many other people like there's meg who does stuff for like jay schlatt and also does yumi thumbnails um cyril their work is absolutely incredible uh who also works with puffer um yeah it's it, it it's just it's a growing thing and it's nice to see i mean it's a bit like weird to hear as well like someone being like reaching out and being like yo to me being like yo you're an inspiration for me wanting to get into thumbnails and i'm like shit am i in the position that connor and sam was years ago that inspired me <laughs> i'm now like some people are saying like you're inspiring me to do artwork i'm like shit i'm yeah i'm there like what the hell time so, is just a weird flat circle isn't it huh <laughs> yeah it's all gonna come crumbling down <laughs> <laughs> oh come on keep optimistic i mean i imagine i mean I imagine you've had that thought, sadly, several times, but, like, especially back when we were talking about when the teacher was, like, crushing, you know, your spirits or whatnot, you probably thought that, but here you are now, striving better than ever. I mean... Yeah. <laughs> it's going it's to be so funny, like, though, in, like, 10 years' time, being, like, me in my 30s, like, nearly 40s, and just looking down at the next lot of thumbnail content creators and seeing them and being like, I'm passing you the torch to carry on this. 
Keep going. <laughs> You've got this. I don't know why I sound like that at 30. So, <laughs> 30 so I have no idea. I was going to say, how many, how, how many cigs have you smoked, for God's sakes? Like, <laughs> I smoke 200 a day. <laughs> uh, I, I did want to backtrack just a little bit because, trust me, I do want to go all in talking about the thumbnail aspect like, yeah, at some yeah, point. Yeah. But, <laughs> but I did want to go back just briefly because, well, obviously, one of your original loves was animation and such. And while yeah. you lost that, you are still tinkering with it these days and such. So I'm wondering what brought you back to the animation aspect of your of your love for art and such. Um, Just the fact that, like, I, I've got my own style now. So something that, like, I, it's my independent style, something that makes my work unique. And I'm like, well, I kind of want to do, like, a big inspiration for the whole animation thing is Ice Cream Sandwich Comics. Yes. Him. Yes. And, 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 and Odds One Out and same with Jaden Animations, that lot as well. Like, as whilst I was, like, tinkering with the whole art side, they also then, like, kind of cropped up as well. So you've got, like, the game inside of YouTube that I was watching all the time. And then you got all the story time animators that were popping up on on the other side, and it was like, I kind of want to do what they're doing, but I also want to work with these YouTubers at the same time, like doing the thumbnails and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it, it's like now I'm like I'm watching, like even some of the gaming content creators as well were posting animations that people had done for them. Um, Vanos was one of them that kept posting um, stuff by uh, Pegbarians. Yes um their animation stuff because they're a team absolutely incredible um and i was like i want to get into doing that because it's funny because you know it it shows you the person like whoever's animating their what they visualize that happening in that scene so like if because like you can close your eyes when you're watching like a funny content video i don't get me wrong you're seeing what's in front of you with like with the game and stuff you can see it but if you close your eyes you can completely animate a whole scene in your head and see from a different perspective and how funny would that look in animation um and i kind of wanted to go down that route and started practicing which is why like i've been tinkering for like the past few years like try to learn still nowhere near yet but i am learning um and it like i want to get into doing also like kind of the story time stuff with my own content because i do want to go down that route um because i've had friends message me and say to me oh even tell me in person I've got some funny stories and I mean like batshit, stupid, insane, funny stories. And they were like, it'd be funny to see in your art style animated. And I was like, yeah, okay. I can see this. Mm. So, um, but yeah, it was like also getting to like wanting to do animations for like game YouTubers. Like, um, I did like sent like a rough storyboard, uh, animatic to Crusader that I used to work with last year. And she absolutely fell in love with it. And she was like, yeah, if you can animate it, that'd be so cool. Never finished it. Um, <laughs> There's still time. There's still time. There's still time. I've wanted to call it. I jumped in a stream the other day, and she um she was like, "I saw that Smitty animation that you posted over Christmas." Yeah. Bar. I really and she went, and I remember you were going to make one for me. You never did. Or like, oh. again, <laughs> to be fair, time. there's still time. <laughs> I do, I do still want to finish that. Um, and I, I've got a load of other animation projects that I want to finish as well. But I just want to get better at it until a point where I feel. Yeah, I can continue with this. I can. I feel comfortable with posting that because yeah. it's still, still in the very, very rough early stages and stuff. So, I mean, to be fair, you know, Rome wasn't built in a day. Neither's animations about Rome were built in a day either. So, I mean, I don't blame. Thank you. For- you. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I, Thank you. I will say though, I the, the, your friends talking about like I have these crazy stories. I can see anime, dude. I cannot tell you how many times, whether it be just in everyday life or whether it be like who I'm talking about with on podcasts, like having mm. the stories that we talk about being translated into animation. Like I'm not gonna lie, when we were doing the icebreaker question, I was already envisioning what the animation for that description of just like <laughs> of just you like fighting on the beach, like the demons like come at me while the doom music is playing. I can't imagine what that visualization looks like. <laughs> <laughs> my island <laughs> and then you just see the boat in the distance and then I zoom up on the boat and you're like, yeah we're gonna just keep oh. going north <laughs> okay then <laughs> alrighty then um, no uh, like I, I totally get that and plus I will also want to give credit for Cruz for mentioning that that Smitty Blarg uh, video because I was gonna actually bring that up because that animation is so, so simple but yet so fucking funny so funny right there <laughs> <laughs> took me it took me four hours i just like i was like right i'm gonna storyboard it i'm gonna animatic and then i'm gonna animate and the animation was very basic but like it took me for all the process for four hours and it was just funny because like don't get me wrong like i've seen all these other fan arts that people are doing and they're all like, absolutely incredible mm-hmm. and then i just posted the animation and it, it, i think he tweeted like this motherfucker made an animation <laughs> <laughs> like uh, did i go a bit too far <laughs> <laughs> I mean, why not? Fuck it, we ball. Yeah. <laughs> You've got to go there, though, aren't you? You've all got to at least go too far at some point and then realize, shit, got to read it back, got to rail it back. <laughs> I mean, hey, it did get eyes on, on your stuff and people realized that you animated, so I don't think you went too far with that one. So. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, like, I, I imagine, obviously, like you've been going down like the animation route a little bit. I know one of the opportunities that you have to potentially further that in one way or another was being part of a trainee program for uh, Channel 4. Correct me if I'm wrong. Oh, my God, yeah. Complete, like, I'd say I completely, it's always at the back of my mind. But, like, yeah, it, it, I completely forget that I even posted all that. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I can only imagine how that experience must be to, to work with a, a, a established entity like Channel 4. Yeah, it were it were basically it was like um uh an apprenticeship uh, initiative kind of thing because TV working in the TV industry in the UK is a very kind of it's a very hard industry to get into, especially for the north of England, mm-hmm. um like the north of the UK because all the studios, big studios and stuff, are down south in like London and you know all that area. Uh, and they do have like smaller studios like um in like the north and dotted around the uk for like the respective local areas so like for the local news and stuff like that right but for like working with bbc and itv and stuff like that most of it is down in in london but leeds where i'm from has um channel four moved some of their headquarters into leeds where i am okay uh, and that's when they initiated um a few years back this channel four apprenticeship scheme and it were like I was like, like I, I, I want to go for this. I was always wanting to go down, like do that as well. Mm-hmm. I was applying for like apprenticeships with the BBC and stuff, like that, and I kept getting told, "Sorry, you're unsuccessful. You're unsuccessful." And the cut-off age for doing all that was twenty-five, twenty-four, twenty-four, something like that. Um, and I was like, "Right, yeah, I, I want to do this. I want to. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it." And always got shot down, got shot down, and. It were 2022 I applied for the apprenticeship scheme and I was like, I'm not going to get it. Like, you know, I've been shot down by every other TV studio and stuff like that. And then 
it were like, congratulations, you've been selected for an interview. I'm like, what? Like, Hold on. <laughs> Wait a minute. So I, I told all my friends, I was like, everyone that I was working with and stuff like that, because I used to work in um, nightclubs and bars and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I was telling them, and they were like, like shit, really? I was like, yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, fair enough. Like, well, fingers crossed for you and all this, that, and the other. It was so nice here. Did the interview. And they were like, so it wasn't just like Channel 4 you were working with. There were like smaller independent studios dotted around Leeds that were in partnership with Channel 4 for this right. this scheme. And they were like, if you could work with, as all the companies on this offer, who would you want to work with you too? And I, I put Channel 4 at my top because I've, I have I did, I think at one small stage of my life, wanted to be a script writer okay. uh, and like a producer, um, which now I can see like wanting to do it in my animations instead. But I was like, you know, Channel 4 is the one because BBC is very, I don't know, uh, censored in a sense. Like, mm. it's to a specific audience. It's like their demographic is more like the older demographic, whilst Channel 4's kind of hits the the angsty teen, kind of like the young 16 to 32 bracket, mm-hmm. especially, which is where you get all your good shows from. So Channel 4, if Black Mirror started on channel four okay. it was a channel four uh thing so it's like you know it's very visceral and very dark you wouldn't get that on bbc you wouldn't get that on itv right um it's get like um i don't know eastenders like soap dramas and stuff like that but channel four were really going the distance by like they, they had one have you heard of the tv show called big brother i have heard big brother yeah my my stepmom's yeah. obsessed with that show um they did uh from the same guy who made um black mirror charlie brooker did um a, like a a parody version of big brother but using big brother ip oh, um wow, called really? dead set. yeah called dead set and it was basically the big brother house during a zombie apocalypse that just kick like starts <laughs> before the house and it's it is it, it, what to call it a lot of people were complaints sending in complaints to um <laughs> Or like the TV studios and being like, you cannot show this. This is disgusting. It's zombies and people being like brutally murdered, like ripped apart. But it was all these survivors and stuff like that have just entered the Big Brother house and then the zombie apocalypse kicks in. Uh, and they're all, com- obviously with Big Brother, they're completely unaware of the outside world. So they don't know this zombie apocalypse is happening whilst the whole set's being torn to shred by like zombies and stuff like that. So it was like you wouldn't get that with any other TV show, like TV channel in the UK. That's brilliant. And it were, and I, I, it were getting the opportunity to do like this apprenticeship scheme with them, and and it were learning about the TV industry was insane. And it was like um, I was only there for a short while because I ended up falling ill, which um, then kind of pulled me out from doing work, and I couldn't get out of bed and stuff. Um, it were bad, so I ended up getting um, dropped from the course, which was absolute gut punch um but getting to learn and getting like the actual mentors as well are ex-bbc producers so they were teaching us a lot uh, of what the industry works we even got to go to somewhere in manchester uh sharp futures they're called um we got to go to their kind of like base of operation in manchester which is kind of like um a big thing there's there's something in manchester where there is some studios there called um like Media City, it's called. Um, and it's like, you've got BBC Studios there, you've got ITV Studios there and stuff like that. And it's it's generally a really nice place. It's good. But I bet. yeah, getting getting that, that kind of like inside a little bit and 
and knowing what kind of happens and how TV programs are pitched, how to make an engaging pitch, uh, research and stuff like that. And, you know, and obviously there's the teamwork aspect of it all as well. There's workplace etiquette and stuff like that. We were taught like, um, you know, like what would you do in this scenario if this happened? And then also as well, we got taught, um, I keep saying erm a lot, but like generally I am like trying to scratch the back of my mind, but it's like, we got taught about uh, imposter syndrome. Okay, interesting. Which is a very um, I'm I'm, a, I'm sure you know that you are aware what of imposter syndrome, but I it's, suggest me I I suffer from it a lot dealing with a lot of yeah. these people that are just like wow you're doing these incredible things and and here I am hosting this this weird obscure podcast <laughs> why are you no, here mate, no, honestly, no, it's so unique though no, that's uh, the thing I, I was gonna say like that like it, it's unique for every like individual person and i imagine like the person on the other side is also feeling like the same thing half the time is like i'm not like the other person has to be like i'm not anything special i just do art and stuff but like no like that's not i like imposter syndrome is a real thing people yeah <laughs> it, it's a big thing. i mean even i still struggle with it now but like the the woman who taught us is a woman care um she were amazing. She taught us like not. She says you can't beat it. You can't get rid of it. You'll never overcome it. Right. But there is ways that you can work around it and kind of, kind of numb it down a little bit so you can think, yeah, no, I do deserve this. Yeah, no, I am in this position because I deserve to be here. I don't, you know, I didn't get on here as a fluke. It wasn't like good luck or anything else like that. Um, but like you actually were selected for a reason. You can do something. You've got this potential. You can do it and know where you belong. And it were starting to feel like that as well. I kind of apply that into my artwork and being like, no, I, I deserve to be here. I've worked my ass off to get to where I am. I haven't like got here on a fluke and, and whatnot. Yeah, I spammed all these content creators with fan art, but it got to the point where it caught their eye to them being like, actually, yeah, we 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 want to work with this person and, and, and that, well, that's how I imagine it. But like, you know, if I didn't get selected for these people, then like, why, what, like what would have happened? I don't know. It's, it's hard to put it in words, but like I was selected for, to work with these people for a reason. Right. You know, um, it's not just because I, like, I did one drawer in person and went, there you go. And then they've gone, Oh yeah, we'll, we'll I'll pick him. I suppose, <laughs> you know, it was like, these people were like, okay, I want to work with you because I like your art style, blah, blah, blah. Let's work together, you know, so. It, it, it's it's a combination of hard work, dedication, perseverance. Like, it, it's, a, it's a combination of a lot of things. So remember, people that ask me on the podcast in the future, you're here for a reason. It's not just because yeah. I randomly pick someone and be like, you look interesting. No, I. Like, <laughs> hey, you do a couple of drawings. You're on here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, if you want to talk about, like, perseverance and stuff like that, like, again, just from what you're talking about right there, again, the uh, once again, the highs and lows of Artsy more than anything else. Like, <laughs> like Shitload the, of lows and quite a few highs. <laughs> like, the euphoria of being able to mess with stop motion, the lows of your teacher, the highs of working with television, the lows of all the bullshit you got to deal with, and obviously, like, the continued highs that you get to this day, at least – of working with these incredible content creators that you love and admire. And obviously we've talked a good bit and length of them already, but I'm just curious on like the experience itself and obviously how you got to work with, with some of the other ones as well. 
mainly, I know you've already gone into detail with Smitty, how you're able to do it with the spamming of the artwork, which I, I have to see some of those early artworks. I have to know, like, what... Oh, I'll happily send them over, mate. Yeah, please do, because I'm definitely going to flash them along in the, the, the video version of the podcast more than anything else. But I'm, <laughs> but I'm curious, like, obviously it's one thing to get your foot in the door and have someone notice your artwork. It's another thing to work with them. So how was your experience yeah. working, like, with Smitty? Um, so, like, working with Smitty uh, was, like, even Smitty, Puffer, even all the people that I work with now, um, just good vibes, really. Um, having a laugh. Um, and then it was just, like, Smitty would sometimes send a drawing that he'd done like a rough drawing because mm-hmm. he himself is a graphic designer right uh so he, he'd send over some drawings uh, or um he'd have we'd have like a word uh or a google document sorry uh and he'd update the google brief the the google document this brief with the work that he'd want me to do and it was very descriptive and i mean very descriptive on what he'd want uh and if it were like i needed a bit more context he'd quickly scribble up something and go all right do you see my idea, see my vision? I was like, yeah, I've got this. And then I get it done. Um, so it was like, it, it was very professional. Um, but we could also have a laugh. I mean, like I messaged him the other day, like last week, um, about the fact that I got affiliate on Twitch. And he was like, yo, congrats, congrats. I'm like, thank you so much. Um, but like, and then Puffer as well is the same. Like I can have a laugh with Puffer. And like it were, speaking of, I mean, last night, actually, to be fair, he was sick and he didn't want to do a face cam. So I quickly, for a laugh, drew the most crappiest stick figure kind of, not a stick figure, but like scruffiest sketch right. of Puffer. And I was like, made you a PNG tuber. And he went, oh, no. And he ended up using it. <laughs> he ended up using it. And everyone was like, yo, we can make, like, let's make merch out of this. He was like, do we? I'm like, oh, no. no. <laughs> threw that together in five minutes. I threw that together in five minutes. <laughs> Uh, but it's uh, it's been very professional. But I mean, I've also been able to have a, like a laugh with them as well. Same with Cruz. Um, it was funniest one. I got a message by Cruz because I used to join a Twitch lot, um, and it were she. <laughs> I knew what were coming, kind of thing as well. Like kind of doing that as well. Watching the Twitch before it then gets turned into a video is kind of helpful as well because then I can envision a bit more stuff mm-hmm. um, for the thumbnail. But like, she used to have like a joke with the. I don't know if you've ever heard of this. The Hannah Montana milk pillow. Uh, I'm sorry. Say that again. The Hannah Montana what? The Hannah Montana milk pillow. Milk pillow. I'd say elaborate, <laughs> but I'm too scared to ask. Go on. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm not going to elaborate. It's very disgusting. Um, yeah. But she asked me if I could draw her for a Counter-Strike video with Wildcat. Her um, eating said Hannah Montana milk pillow. And I wanted to throw up. But I up <laughs> um, so it's an it is an actual thumbnail on my channel. You can click on it. It's so, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I was I was gonna say I is that of all the people that you work with, that's gotta be the weirdest thumbnail you've had to draw, right? Oh, right. Uh, uh, <laughs> it's up there. It's definitely up there. Also, Actually, yeah, no, it is. I it was is gonna say the fact that you had to think about it scares me. Which is, I mean, because I've, <laughs> I've obviously asked this question with other people. Like I've asked this with Kihori and stuff. Uh, you know, obviously yeah. with some of the thumbnails that Wildcats had, you can see how they're impressed <laughs> with that one. Um, <laughs> It's like, it's as well, because obviously you, when you're working with these content creators as well, you don't want to get them demonetized as well. Right. Because right. their video could be the most cleanest video on the planet. But if you then draw something suggestive 
because it is part of the video in the thumbnail, it could get the whole thing demonetized. So it's like, it's a double-edged sword. So you're going to be careful with what you're drawing. But with the whole one that I did for Cruz, you need the context to know what's going on. Uh, and only her fans know that thing. I mean, a few other people probably do, but they all knew that context. And then it were then put into the thumbnail and they were all like, oh, what the... Uh, uh, and they were laughing about it. But it wasn't to the point where it was like, suggested of death it wasn't suggested of sexual themes or anything like right, that right. it was you know it was discussing but it was related to the thing that they knew so i mean i imagine that's gotta be like one of the the fun things about a thumbnail more than anything else because like i kind of hinted that with the intro like you're basically the person that's giving the audience a first impression of what to expect in the video like that's gotta yeah. be like one of the coolest parts of being a thumbnail artist yeah i mean it's I, I, it's the whole impressions kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I, it's, you've got to kind of give like a good impression for the video. And then also as well, you're not just kind of attracting to the audience that already keeps going back and watching it back and forth. You know, you've got to try and attract to new people as well. Right. So like try and bring in new audiences to watch the videos and stuff like that, which I feel like with working with Puffer recently, um, that dude shot up to roughly well over 50,000 subs in less than a month. Yeah. You know, you've got, you've got his amazing video editors. Um, and then I also kind of feel like, I don't know, I, I I hope it's part of it, but, like, I do feel like it would be cool if that the thumbnails were also a big part of it as well. Because, um, like, it, it it's just trying to attract new people to click on the video as well. And I think I've been told that my art style is very kind of eye-catching and can bring in new people and also as well i've been told apparently i'm very good with facial expressions you really oh my god you really are (laughs) (laughs) which is absolutely wild to say the fact that i struggle understanding facial expressions artistic so it's you know like there is that kind of like okay people like your facial expressions are really good and i'm like yeah but i know like the basics like happy sad and angry so but if I can draw them in different styles, I mean, that works, I guess. Like, why I mean, not? Because that's the thing. Like, you say, like, I understand the basics. Some people can't do do the basics just as well, you know? Like, for some people, yeah. like, and especially with some of the faces that you have to draw, considering some of the avatars that you have to draw, like, it gets a little mm. complicated because not everyone can draw, like, you know, a pufferfish being happy all the time unless they yeah, have, how, like, how a... Yeah, how you draw a milk bag with a laughing face? <laughs> 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 Years of practice, honey. Years, 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 of, practice. <laughs> Years of practice, hard work. I have a real life model of a milk bag right here. <laughs> <laughs> We've even got him. <laughs> I, I was gonna say, like, I, I know for me, like, you were talking about like thumbnails with like great facial expressions and like a great style. There are two thumbnails that I instantly think of that are some of my absolute favorite that you've been able to do, and ironically enough, they're I both for Puffer. Yeah, I think I know which one they are. Actually, uh, take a guess, and I'll tell you if you're right or wrong. Uh, Kermit with a knife. Yep, yep. Okay, that's one. You, you, you nailed that one immediately, of course. You know what? I actually said to someone the other day, I went, that is my favorite thumbnail I've done ever. Uh, and I went, I, ever? I'm like, yeah, no, ever. Seriously, that is my best one that I've ever done. I mean, it's uh, I mean, it's so good because you got like, not only do you have just Kermit alone with like the, the brilliant fucking shading holding a knife, but you also got Puffer like being scared as all get out, like looking Hiding up. behind like a garbage can, yeah. <laughs> Like it's, <laughs> it is a perfect study when it comes to like, like expressions and everything. Yeah, uh, there's, th- there's three that I can think of that there might be for. Uh, 
Um, two of them being Lethal Company and one of them being Power World. Okay, ironically, so, those the, while those are all good, that's not the second one I was sick of. The second one I was sick of is the one where they played that like kids playground, like McDonald's, like oh, PlayStation one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. I completely forgot about that one. Yeah, no, that was my favorite. Like one of yeah, I, I, I say I completely forgot about it. And I'm like, yeah, it's one of my favorites. Um, but yeah, like, <laughs> it was just the fact that I got to draw something like so childlike and innocent as well, which I thought was really funny. Yeah, because the, the whole context of the video is obviously like they're in a play gym, jungle gym, but it was like I don't want to draw like adult Puffer and adult Smitty and adult Grizzy and adult Blag and in a kids thing. It don't really suit the vibe kind of thing like yeah it's adults playing in the video game version of a kid's play gym but like let's do something childlike you know and it were getting to draw grizzly as a child which i thought was really cute dive bombing into a, a ball pit you've got um puffer running across the ground like running across the playground with a missing tooth yep. you know um and then smitty chasing along behind but rather than his spitty top hat being on one of his uh on one of the Puffy bits. It's literally on just on the top of his head, um, which was the, funny as well. I actually, sorry, go on. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna say I, I even reached out to him because, and obviously, I know Smitty's a big um, what I call ice hockey fan. Ooh, so I yeah. said to him, I was like, "We being Canadian, I was like, what, like, what team is it that you support?" And he told me, "So the jersey that he's wearing is an ice hockey jersey, but it's in the colours of what team he used to, he, he, he supports." So that were getting to do that uh and then obviously i i envisioned this is funny i envisioned blag and matt as the type of kid that used to wear those you know flame guy fieri shirts yes <laughs> <laughs> so i was like right i'm just gonna have him in the background stuck in one of the jingle jungle gyms like in the dome so yeah no that one i really thought really deep into that one and it makes me laugh I yeah, it's I, just so cute as well. I, I feel like Blark would either wear those flame shirts or he would, like, unironically wear, like, the, the Flash shirt that you'd see, like, Sheldon wear on Big Bang Theory just because of Big Bang Theory. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I'm like, I mean, because his character that he has for his thumbnails and stuff like that wears kind of, like, that blue with the pink yeah. uh, and white kind of... Yeah, really that really nice pattern. And I just thought, it's a similar style shirt but it's just more cool and edgy like Matt probably was as a kid. So I gave him the flames uh, on the shirt, but he is unfortunately sat crying. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, you can't forget the most important element of that thumbnail, and that is yourself being able to have a little self-inserts in the background and on the side right there. Yerp. <laughs> I don't know why he lets me get away with that. I have no idea. <laughs> I think let's be honest like as cool as that is that's I mean that's an easter egg that's why that's why probably it's cool with you leaving that because it's like a fun little easter egg for people that know like if you know you know more than anything else yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's so cute though like I just it was the fact that I put it in and like I even put like one of my old versions uh people were like yo and just pointed that one out and I went don't forget shoes off which is in the background they were like see that one (laughs) (laughs) I'm just excited to get to ask this sooner. How did you get an opportunity to work with Puffer in the first place? Oh my god. So funny. Um I tweeted last year that I was like, I really want to get back into doing thumbnails. I'm working full time, um, working like nearly forty hours a week. And I was like, I'm not enjoying this. I want to do my artwork, but I don't have time for it. 
So I was like, you know, if anybody wants a thumbnail artist, let me know. Two months later, got a follow-off puffer and I got a DM going, yo. <laughs> Literally, all it was is he got that tweet of me asking if anybody wanted a thumbnail artist, sent me it, and then just put, yo. <laughs> like, um, hello? <laughs> Can I help? <laughs> he was like, yeah, do you want to do a thumbnail? Like, uh, yeah, sure. Test thumbnail, did that. That video is now on over a million views on his channel. And, Let's go. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's just a simple yo. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I, 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 I sometimes do that with people that I'm like comfortable with or whatnot. But I strive to be that comfortable to where one day I could just message someone and be like, "Yo," and they know exactly what the <laughs> fuck is going down. <laughs> oh, I just thought of something now. Ooh. Do you know we were on about like you were on about like what's the weirdest thing you've drawn? Oh, I'm scared. Go on. Uh, for Moo. Oh, for Moo. Thumbnail. Okay. I, drew, I drew a thumbnail for Moo. Do you know the uh, the the famous couch with the woman in the middle and the guys stood around? Oh yes, I remember that, and I think I know what thumbnail you're referencing. Mm-hmm. Yep. The thumbnail I did for Moo, uh, and he was like, "Yeah." He, he literally sent me the photo and was like, "Key draw this." I'm like, "Okay." Went <laughs> 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 from there and did it, and it were, I, I, st- that one's one of my favorites as well. That one completely forgot all about it i was like oh my god yeah that one that one that one you want to sorry you want to know something hilarious i in a, in a like little friend group that i'm with there are times yeah. where they call me bootlegs of two different people one of them is bootleg saber spark if you know who he is um, yeah <laughs> and the other one they call me is they sometimes call me bootleg moo because they think i sound <laughs> like him they're very similar you do to me <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> Moo's retired, but now you're in this swing. <laughs> I was gonna say, I was gonna say, look, Moo, if you want to just like, since you're doing this only part time or whatnot, if you need someone to take the other part of the time, I'm just saying, like, I can step in, like, you know. <laughs> Who is this doppelganger? What do you mean? This is Moo. <laughs> I am not Moo. I am Oom. Um. <laughs> god that was horrible anyways <laughs> like i i can only imagine like especially with like being able to work with all these incredible like you know content creators and being able to to put out like such incredible like thumbnails and like iconic stuff like the ones that we talked about or whatnot like i and Again, it doesn't even just stop with those two. I mean, you even mentioned, like, you know, having done stuff for Moo, Blarg. The ones he did for Ty were actually, like, really good. Like, I really love yeah. the ones he did for, for him. Um, especially the recent one, the Party Animals one. That was just a fun <laughs> one. Uh, <laughs> it's so cute as well, but poor thing's just glitching out. <laughs> <laughs> it makes me genuinely curious, though. And I think I might know the answer. But I want to genuinely ask. Obviously, you've been able to work with a lot of content creators before, but is there mm. a content creator you're pining just to do a thumbnail for? Vanos. Of course, that's what I was thinking. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. I know that was like probably like everyone's answer, but like just the one, just the one. I think I don't want. I won't want to work with him full time. Right. Um, and whatnot, because I think Connor's work's absolutely incredible. Absolutely. Um, and whatnot, but like if just doing that one would be like i did it guys it's there <laughs> you know it, but i mean i'm I'm more than happy to like 
with doing the work that I am now. I, I, I love the work that I do now uh, and stuff like that. But like, I think the only reason why I'd want to do one for Vanos is so I could let that 13-year-old me be like, you know, look, we've done it. We've got to, we're, we're, we've done a thumbnail, an illustration for the guy that we used to watch all the time. And I just think it'd feel that kind of like childness, child version of me and just be like, you know, we've, we've, we've been, we've, we're there, you know. I mean, so. like, once again, like I said earlier, it'd be that full, like, you know, full circle moment of like the person that yeah. you like grew up admiring is the person you're actually being able to help contribute with their own stuff. And like that, that's, that is the ultimate peak. Like I have made it moment more than anything else. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just so I could like say it's like, if I could go back in time and show a younger version of myself and be like, look, we've finally done it. We're, we're, we're there, you know? So that would, that would be nice. But I'm, I'm with like working with Puffer now. I'm more than happy just to, keep doing that because i love it and i think he's an absolutely great guy uh and plus the content that i've been help helping to push out with the thumbnails i just think it's absolutely been a dream come true so absolutely yeah. i mean i can only imagine how i can only imagine how surreal you can tell me if you want but like how surreal the whole entire experience it has been for you just to be able to work with these content creators to work with a guy like smitty and nowadays especially working with a guy like puffer you know time moves like it has to be surreal for you to, to finally be the place to where you kind of always wanted to be, being able to create incredible thumbnails for these incredible content creators that you can't help but admire. Yeah. I mean, I because I, I still watch them yeah. like myself. I actually still watch the content. It's not like just I do the work. Like, I do the work, they publish it, and then I do sit and watch said work. Like, I see my work there, and I'll be like, that's me. I click on it, and then I'm like, right. And then now I'm watching their content because it ended there. I still admire their work. I still admire the humor and the content that they push out and their editors are absolutely incredible as well. Um, but yeah, it, it's just nice to be kind of like part of that team, essentially. Um, part of like the circle that gets the work done. You know, a, a cog, essentially. A cog in the, the machine of um, someone's YouTube channel. I mean, that's uh, it. that's it's incredible at the end of the day to, to, to know the impact you kind of have not just you know for yourself and for these creators but for their community as well like i said beginning uh, earlier like being that incredible first impression that uh an audience older new gets to see to where they want to click on that video and see what how you know what bizarre antics these guys go into for whatever yeah. game they're playing why is kermit holding a knife <laughs> uh, yeah, like, <laughs> I, it's just nice to be in that position though so you know, I and and as well, I even the communities as well, being like welcome and accepted in the communities for the art and art, like especially because as well, because um, Puffer's like I've done some live streams and Puffer shouted me out, uh, and I just a crap load of fans just came out of nowhere and started to support me on that, which within two days of doing that, I got affiliate, and then a, in less than a week, I've got over a, like two people lovely people that watch my streams all the time but two lovely people absolute idiots though i've spent like over a hundred like like bought over a hundred subs Jesus. which is yeah within a week and i'm like what are you doing <laughs> it got to one point i had uh when it came to sub versus follow ratio they had bought one quarter of my followers a sub jesus I'm like, what are you doing you're spending so much money stop <laughs> 
<laughs> and that why, was in a week. Why are you spending the money on me? You should be spending the money getting gamer stuff, such as good or or using code, <laughs> using code buffer. <laughs> I am a corporate chill. <laughs> buy yourself a graphics tablet with that. Yeah. What are you doing? Oh goodness, no, like that. Oh my god. I mean, because I've been guilty myself of just buying subs for for certain content creators I admire, and my paycheck yeah. hates me for it. My 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 wallet cries out sometimes. But <laughs> obviously, <laughs> but obviously, for some of the content creators, such as yourself, that are continuing to push out like incredible artwork to help out in this incredible community, I think it's more than worth it. At the end of the day, yeah. So. It, it- it's fun and uh, like i said it's now like with me doing the live streams i'm i'm, I'm I'd, I'd like to see it as the, the, someone who's joining the stream and what me doing thumbnail is like oh this is how he does a thumbnail this is the creative process of making the thumbnail right. and uh the few that i've done on the stream um i've done the rough process like the very very scrappy very looking crap look and then they've seen it go from a blank page all the way up until the final finished product so the people who like the the streams have been like 10 hours long and stuff like that so i don't expect everyone to stay but they can pop in pop out and see the progress uh and see and some of them are joined from the very beginning leave and then come right back at the very end of the stream and being like hey, shit you know you finish it looks absolutely incredible and 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 then some people just dotting in here and there, left, right, and center, and just being like, "Looks good so far," you know. Um, so, but it's kind of like giving the people an insight into how I do thumbnails. I mean, we all do thumbnails differently. Right. Um, some people have like shortcuts on how they do the styles and stuff like that. Whilst I tend to have like a really long approach to doing it, but at the end of the day, I find enjoyment in doing it. So, and hopefully, if it means I can inspire more people, then. You know, hopefully, we'll, hopefully, we'll have like the next generation of thumbnail artists coming up. So that would be that would be a very nice thought to have. Although I have to ask this this one simple question or whatnot: the people that are there for hours or whatnot, is that before or after you play Dicks and Daryl? Just out of curiosity. Uh, <laughs> <What do> you <laughs> mean? <laughs> yeah, as well as I did my research, I was looking through like you know tweets and stuff to prepare for this or whatnot, and there was one that's like, "I'm still going. Please, I stop playing Dicks and Daryl." Dixon Dallas, leave Dixon Dallas alone. Oh, Dixon Dallas, my bad. I feel yeah. like Dixon Dallas. <laughs> leave Dixon Dallas alone. Man, his work is so catchy. Oh, I only when they were puffer. Like it's so, it's so, it's so good, but it's also just so fucking hilarious. That's that's the thing. <laughs> like you it's, want, it's even funnier. Like you want to hate say, it, like, but you you want to hate it, but you can't because it sounds too good. Just. <laughs> absolute straight fire you can't disrespect dixon like he's so cool like the funniest part is is like i, I said that i tweeted and i'm like uh I-, I promise i won't play dixon dallas anymore it, dot 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 but like we're like i'm, I'm definitely gonna play dixon dallas again <laughs> but it's like the fans like the few people that do keep coming back and watching the streams and stuff like that like i've, I've just got music on in the background generally to vibe with but it's then seeing these people like like oh yeah the music but then when i put dixon dallas on like that one that i just won dixon dallas song like the few that do keep coming back just keep posting like dancing gifts and stuff like that like they dance- <laughs> they're just generally like they're like oh yeah dixon dallas i'm like yeah dixon dallas like cartoon i know uh it, it's just funny watching people being like yeah and then some people who had no idea that have just tuned in and just been like 
what the fuck is he listening to? <laughs> what is this I, shit? It, it's so so much profanity. It's so rude. I'm like, yeah. Now I'm singing along and like rapping away. Like. <laughs> God. Uh, but anywho, I... <laughs> Like Jesus, uh, <laughs> Mate, I, 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 I'm raring to sing it right now. It's so bad. I'll t- you know, I've always said if I ever get an opportunity to get a sponsorship from Adam and Eve, I'd bring on an NSFW artist. I might try to go for Dixon, <laughs> Dixon Dallas if I can get that Adam and Eve sponsorship. <laughs> I mean, you can't really call me off guard with Adam and Eve. Dude. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, Use cut now, Jack. Just what they call it? Uh, Noodle. That was another YouTuber I watched yeah, a lot of times. Yes. Noodle. Oh my yeah, god. He, that's he has Adam and Eve. Yes. Oh god. <laughs> I, I I love how we have like a very similar taste in like YouTubers and such. Like I think that's why yeah. I, I, I think that's why it's good that I was able to to recognize your artwork with some of these guys because you watch the same thing that I do. <laughs> <laughs> we come from the same community. It's exactly. All exactly. <laughs> But regardless, Artsy, you know, we've been talking a lot about the art you've been able to produce and obviously this incredible community that you'd be able to be part of. I can only imagine, like, for you, like, just thinking back, like, obviously from where you started, from, like, loving that stop motion at the beginning, you know, once again, mm. the, 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 the highs and lows that you've had throughout your life when it comes to art or whatnot, does it amaze you how far you've been able to come along as an artist on this art journey? Yeah, um, like I, I mean, the other day as well on stream, I was looking back at some pieces that I've done for people, uh, like the very early stuff that I did with Smitty, um, all the way up until now, and I still think that I'm still gonna get better and improve. Like, I'm not at my final stage. I'm nowhere near my final stage. Um, but like where I'm at now is so far compared to where I was, like even a year ago. In to be fair. Um, and I think like what's kind of helped as well was like working with Channel 4 and stuff like that as well mm-hmm. it was like getting an insight into how TV productions made from storyboarding to animatics and stuff like that and, and whatnot. but then you've got to learn as well that producers and directors and stuff like that have a vision of how a scene is shot so uh, I can apply that to thumbnails now so like, you know, a specific camera angle, you know, a very unique shot. Like the um, the one that I did, the the recent Puffer one, the the, um, the one with Kermit. Yes. Again, like a cinematic shot. Like for what I've been, like I, I imagine it's like a cinematic shot of like a close-up of the victim, you know, close to the camera with the killer lurking past in the background and... You know, it's like go, try to go for like cinematic shots. I mean, I even did uh, another GTA one that I did where it were Puffer and Smitty. Uh, Smitty? Smitty? Oh, bloody hell. Puffer um, <laughs> and Smitty um, in a car being chased by like hundreds of cop cars. But rather than it show you like the car and then the cop cars, it's a shot through a rear view mirror. So like, you know, obviously you know, rear view mirror your car. It's literally from the perspective of the rear view mirror. So Puffer's eye and side head and the back of Smitty's head are in shot. And then it's just a look through their car out through the back window into the hundreds of cop cars. So, and I see that as like kind of a cinematic shot in like a film, you know, police chase rather than it just showing the cars and stuff. It'll show you like the, the rear mirror shot, for example, stuff is, is trying to apply the whole idea of eye catching cinematic shots 
to a thumbnail essentially and I, I feel like i wasn't doing that a year ago like a year ago i was just drawing whoever was in the video the most closest to like the thumbnail and then whoever's someone in the background doing something or whatever um but now i can like kind of like fiddle around and mess around and and make like i don't know scenarios that i had imagined if it was animated and put it in the thumbnail so it's just it's just having that knowledge and i mean i'm an absolute film nerd. so like I, I sit down and watch films as much as possible take inspiration from that as well so yeah I mean that's a, honestly a good like smart way of looking at it. The the thing is like, <laughs> I like for you like g- being in that kind of experience and whatnot. Because I'm a, I'm like the same kind of way. Like I love having that like behind the scenes look and like the the thought process when it comes to like how to make like stuff eye appealing or whatnot. I think the difference mm. is though like I went to I went to college. I went to uni. Uh, for mass media and it ruined my movie viewing experience whatsoever because now I'm looking at certain <laughs> shots and I'm like. God, you know, if they just did that like a different way or if like if they shot like a little bit closer <laughs> or something like that, like it's ruined for me that way because I can look at bad shots or at least what I think is bad shots to be like, God, if I just had the camera, just push it in a little. <laughs> do, you have, like, do you have a specific scene oh, or a goodness. shot okay. film that you love? There, there is a film that I absolutely cannot watch because of all the different film angles. It's called Sicario. It, it was a movie from. Yeah, I love it. I love Sicario, yeah, but like Sicario, like Sicario, like the story is good. The story is engaging, but some of those camera angles, Jesus fucking Christ, did we really need that many overhead shots of like Mexico or wherever we were, or like, the, <laughs> or like the one scene where like the 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 agent had to like leave the the facility to like throw up because of like disgusted or whatnot. Like they kept that that wide angle way too long. Can we not like just bring it in just a little bit or show like different? Camera, like close-up shots like you know what i'm talking about right i know what you, i know what you mean i know what you mean <laughs> like it's like it's, it's certain things where you watch it and you just go but what the hell are, no just stop <laughs> i mean like personally I, I this is like the most i've got like a few film kind of uh opinions that mm-hmm. if, if if i said it to the wrong person i'd get shot um christopher nolan not a big fan understandable um i generally think his movies are not complicated but like just drag on for too much like don't get me wrong one of my favorite films is memento which is an absolute masterpiece oh yeah from nolan but everyone's like yeah the, the christopher nolan trilogy is like the best batman trilogy and i'm like it's, it's it's good i like it but it's not I'll say that like, like the se- the second one is honestly the best, and I think that's more of a, a testament of the actors more than anything, especially he's yeah. like Joker. Um, and I like obviously Memento is a good film, but like that's also like early Christopher Nolan. As Christopher Nolan starts to really become more comfortable, or I guess probably gets a little bit too comfortable with some of his stuff or whatnot. Like some some of the stuff, like especially like Tenet, for example, starts becoming just a little too pretentious, just a little. Yeah. And it were, I watched Tenet and I remember cause I, I, it was during COVID and I just started university and I was like, well, I got, I got a projector for my room at this point cause I had a big enough wall to put it on. I'm like, right, I'll sit down, I'll buy a load of sweets and snacks and stuff like that, sit in my bed and then put the projector on and I'll watch Tenet cause everybody were, banging on about it right so uh i, I, I basically because amazon were doing like a rental thing mm-hmm. where you couldn't buy the film but you had to rent it and it were like nearly 20 pound for a rental that's weird and i was like yeah and it was really expensive just for to rent a film for like 48 hours so anyway spent nearly 20 pound 
on this tenant rental. Watched it and I got halfway through and I went, what the fuck is going on? I don't get this. Like, I even, I was like, I even watched like a video of someone explaining what was going on. And I was like, that's still too far complicated for me. And I don't like it. Don't get me wrong. The shots and the, the, the cinematography was absolutely incredible. But mm-hmm. it was just like, I, no, this is shit. And it was like, no, it's the best Christopher Nolan film ever. I'm like, no, it's really not. Like, this is shit. Um, another controversial opinion, Joker uh, with uh, Joaquin Phoenix. Right. I loved it, right? Okay. I've only seen it once. I'll never see it again. I'm like, refuse- with, I'm like that with a lot of films, believe it or not. There's a lot of films that I have only seen once, and I just, I'm fine. That my, my memory and my the way I processed it or whatnot is the yeah. perfect way I envision it. Because, like, I remember going to see it in the cinemas, and me and my friend, uh, we went to cinemas to see it, and we were sat next to this older woman, like a very old woman, and she had a notepad and pen, and we kind of figured out that she was obviously like a um, reviewer kind okay. of thing. Um, and we sat and watched it. And when all the, like, obviously, all, I'm not going to say anything because I don't want, just in case someone definitely who's watched this has not seen it. Um, being, I mean, it was, what, 2019? Yeah, something like that. It was, like, right before yeah, yeah. all the pandemic no, stuff. You're, you're an absolute mug, but... Um, <laughs> I mean, for God's sake, the sequel is coming out, like, later this this year, so, I mean... Yeah, but I, 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 I remember, like, all the shocks and the twists and stuff like that, I did not expect coming. I mean, a few people have been like, yeah, it was obvious, but, like, I had no idea... And it were like when it all happened and it all kicked off, and especially like the scene with Robert De Niro when that happened, it mm-hmm. were like, holy, holy fuck, like what the hell? And it just all completely spirals. And I was like, that was such a good film. But I feel like I've even explained it. I was like, if I watch that again, I won't have that experience that I had when I went to go and see it for the first time. Right. And it would be just now, I'd be like, it was obviously, I know where the twists are coming and it's all predictable. And I'd watch it and I'd just go, that's shit. You know, and it, it and another film that I have that feeling with is Gems as well with Adam Sandler. Oh, like, okay, Uncut Gems, gotcha. Absolutely, I rate that film like a ten out of ten in my because it's it's one of those films that kind of give you that like feeling of like having a eight attack. Like you are you you kind of the guy is an asshole, but yeah. you kind of rooting for him at the same time, and then things just keep going wrong and getting worse and worse and worse. And you're like, fuck, fuck, fuck. No, this is just getting so bad. And it's one of those films where you sat on the edge of your seat, like what the fuck? And it, it's such a good film. And I've recommended it to people to watch it. And I'm like, look, watch it, but watch it once. Don't watch it again. And they're like, oh, well, I'm like, trust me, watch it once. Don't watch it again. And quite a few people have messaged me back and been like, I watched it again. I thought it was shit. I'm like, I told you don't <laughs> do that. <laughs> <laughs> you're ruining it <laughs> like, the only, like why, the only reason why i would watch certain films again is if to like refresh my mind before like something new comes out like joker, oh yeah like joker you know the fact that they're coming out with a part two that's supposed to introduce like harley quinn and all that stuff like part maybe, part <laughs> the, the, oh, I, I will say the thing that i'm most pissed about the sequel is the fact that they announced already that's going to be a musical i wish they yeah. had kept that shit under wraps until like the preview audience has come in and then like <laughs> why is this a musical no one expected this to be a musical what, what the fuck is going <laughs> on <laughs> that would that would have been the ultimate chaotic but also like people are catching on to that trend too which is kind of sad the fact that like certain movies aren't advertised as musicals and then people go in mm. and realize it's a musical like um that new wonka film mean girls. Bill, yeah mean girls 
I mean, like <laughs> the, those two polar opposite attractions. People didn't expect Wonka to be a musical. They loved it. People didn't expect the new Mean Girls to be a musical, and they hated it. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I I kind of knew the Mean Girls like when they announced that they were doing a remake. How I oh, oh yeah, no, I, like, I I knew it was gonna be based on the music, the Broadway musical and stuff. So. Yeah. Uh, but I know a lot of people didn't, and then they've gone in and watched it, and they've been like, it's a fucking musical. Like, did you not know that going in? Like, come did on, you, there is the whole Broadway show. Did you not see the literal musical note in the title? Like, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I just saw it with Mean Girls. Nah, like, if, I, I, I won't watch the musical. I, I do like musicals, but I won't yes. watch it. But, like, for me, like, Mean Girls is up there as, like, one of my favorite films. Generally, I do think it's one of the funniest films ever. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, can you imagine? Can you imagine? Because they're coming out with that new Beetlejuice. Can you imagine if that's a musical just based on like how the Broadway musical came out? <laughs> uh, this is another controversial opinion. I've never seen Beetlejuice. You've never seen Beetlejuice. Okay, you know what? I've Fair never enough. Seen I, I do want to watch. Like this is this is a funny thing, right? My mom is the one who got me into like watching all these films and this, mm-hmm. um, and whatnot. And her favorite film, one of her favorite films of all time, is Beetlejuice. She got me into watching Star Wars. She got me into um a lot of other films and she was like i am a hundred percent certain you've seen beetlejuice and i said i went no i am we've got it on dvd and i went i know we've got it on dvd but i've never watched it she was like you're lying i went i'm not and she went you have seen beetlejuice I'm like, i haven't seen beetlejuice and she went i i remember me you and my your sister sitting down and watching beetlejuice one night and i've never seen it and she went what like, she was getting so angry anyway she messaged my sister and she went, do you, have, do you remember when we watched Beetlejuice? And my sister went, never seen it. And she was like, <laughs> what are you worried about? Like, she's freaking out about it. And she came up to me the other day. She went, I found Beetlejuice on DVD. I found it. I was like, yeah, I still haven't watched it. And she went, <laughs> really angry. Like, she would tell one of her friends, um, like one of her friends in America. And she went, can you believe this? He's not seen Beetlejuice. And she was like, what do you mean he's not seen Beetlejuice? Like, they were getting so private about it. I was like... Do I really have to watch Beetlejuice? Like, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to watch it. To be fair, it does look good, but I've never no, seen it, it. it. It's it's really fun. I will say though, like I know that same uh, effect or whatnot. I have a buddy of mine. I'm not gonna name them out, but I have a buddy of mine who prides himself, <laughs> who prides himself on not seeing certain films. One of the films that he has never seen is the original Jurassic Park. He has not seen that film. However, oh. however, he has seen Jurassic World. Which is so hilarious if you think about it. It's <laughs> like the worst one. Seen absolutely worst one, and that is his whole like idea and his whole vision of what Jurassic Park is. Nah, nah, man. Like, it's not like he's completely ignorant. It's not like he's not completely ignorant of what the original Jurassic Park is like. He just has All never right. seen it. We, it's, it's like yo, Jurassic Park shit. What do you mean it's shit? Like Jurassic Park's one of the best films ever made. Yeah, it's like you know because there's that sphere ball and only that that in in generous race. Wait, but hold on a minute. Have you seen? You mean Jurassic World, right? Yeah, Jurassic World. It's same thing, right? No, no, no. no it absolutely is not. not. It is not. <laughs> 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 one of them is a cinematic masterpiece, and the other one stars Chris Pratt. You figure out the difference. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Steven Spielberg is up there as like one of the best like people ever in the whole oh, film. Absolutely, absolutely. Mm. But Artsy, we have been talking a lot about all different kinds of art and such, and I'm so glad we went on that little movie tangent. That was a great little tangent to go on. Yeah. 
But for this next question, if I may, you know, one of the things you said in your little description of like your art journeys, you feel like you haven't gotten to your final form. Well, mm. how about for this next question, I get you at least a little closer to your final form and give you more or less the dream scenario, if I may. Go, 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 go. Let's say I am big shot Mr. Moneybags. I come up to him like, look, Artsy, we know you can do some incredible stuff. We've seen <laughs> the little thumbnails that you've done. We've seen the little animations <laughs> you've done here and there and stuff like that. We see potential that we can certainly gold mine from you. Like, there's gold right there. You just need a little extra boost, a little extra platform to get you up to that point. We mm. have access to everyone and everyone in whatever industry possible, and more money there should be possible. We really should be paying the animators. I mean, that you know, the the, the animation guild contracts coming up soon. We should probably be taking care of that. But you know, we'll focus on them later, like we usually <laughs> do. Right now, we are focusing on you and you alone. If given this opportunity, what would be the dream artsy project? Oh God! Um. Oh my God. No, you really have given me like really a big question. This is such a good question, though. Um, uh, thank you, thank you. <laughs> I'm trying to put like my brain into like firing all cylinders. <laughs> think, think. Um, I, I can hear the smoke coming out at this point. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> You're gonna hit fire alarm go off in a minute. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think now. I'd like to... Do you know what? I'd love to work on a TV show. Okay. Like, I know it's not animation, um, but I'd like to do, like, kind of, like, artwork and stuff, like, storyboard it all out and have, like, a full production team on making up, like, a, a TV series for something, let's say. Because um, I had, like, an idea that I've mentioned to someone in the past, and that sounds like a really... Like, something could be done with that. That like, sounds really good and whatnot. And I was like, I'd love to do it, but, like... I'd, <laughs> would you would you like, care, would you care to tease that idea if I may ask, or is that encroaching a little too much? Much. I don't want to reveal too much, just in case you watch this dream comes true in like the next fifteen years, and I'll be like, <laughs> "Holy shit, <laughs> I made it!" But yeah, like I'd love to just like be have like a production, even if it was like an animation, because I got a few like animations do, and and just if I could have like a production team and. You know, like odds one out, like he's got his own TV show. Oh yeah. Just beyond that kind of like avenue, I guess. Like do do something along those lines. That would be an absolute dream. That would be incredible. I mean, and of course, what a good way to you know, good inspiration for alumni of the podcast, the odd ones out as well. I mean, that that's a good yeah. <laughs> watch the episode, guys. Yeah. It's on Spotify and YouTube. You can't Sp miss it. Spotify, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to fine podcasts. Uh, <laughs> No, like, I can only imagine, like, especially with some of the creative force that you were talking about, especially with, like, both how you admire current media and how you kind of take art into your own hands or whatnot. I can only yeah. imagine the idea that you're brewing up in there. I mean, just... just I mean, as, as well, it'd be like, I'd love to incorporate, like, just different animation styles as well if it was, like, an animation project. Okay. So, like, um, I wouldn't have it for kids or teenagers. It'd be for more, like, young adults and stuff. But like dealing with topics like, um, I don't know, like it could be like sensitive, but also like adult humor, mm -hmm. but then incorporating like, like when I was a child, stop motion at some points, like maybe if like the characters are enter a different world or a different universe or whatever, okay, or something like that, they can change the animation style to like stop motion or incorporate different animation studios to do different things. You know, make it unique and kind of like certain areas kind of thing. I think that would be cool. 
that that sounds like really cool and i sincerely hope you get an opportunity to bring that closer to reality more than anything else but thank you sadly we gotta get down from the dream scenario we gotta get back to reality and I'll ask the ever so. Oh, goes gravity. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Honestly, I am so glad when people bring up that second part. <laughs> but as I was saying, we have to get back to reality. And oh, there goes gravity. And I'll ask the ever so generic question: Where do you hope to see yourself in say five to ten years from now? Um, I mean, like hopefully just thriving with the whole youtube side and the whole twitch side um to the point where being in like puffer's position where i can hire other thumbnail artists to work with them and give like new opportunities to them Mm -hmm. to help them with like a stepping stone uh and you know get work with other content creators and stuff like that help them help other people get to achieve their dream and their passion because we've all been in that position where we were in their shoes like wanting to work with these people you know, with avid fans and stuff like that. And then we're fortunate enough to be in their position to get to where we are now. But it's... And now, I think as well, with, like, the whole AI side, a lot of people are being demotivated to do artwork because of AI. Um, I don't think it'll take over the industry, and I hope not, um, and whatnot. And I generally, my personal opinion, I, I don't agree with AI anyway. Um, I think it could be used to help people and help us in certain ways with actual things like i saw a video of a girl she created um ai to help uh interpret sign language for people in different countries yeah um so like because obviously there's there's british sign language and american sign language but there's other, other types of sign language around the world as well and it's not always the same so and this ai recognizes what hand movements people are doing for that for their region and then translates it with like text on the screen as to what it actually translates to. So, and I think like AI could be used for stuff like that to help, but I also think some people are using it as a crutch and, and being like, oh, I can't be asked finishing this project, bang, throw it in AI or, uh, oh, I could just whip AI up in 30 seconds to do this thing for me. And I'm an, all of a sudden I'm an artist and it's like, you're not like you aren't there's artists you're putting your blood sweat and tears into it you are practicing and learning to develop PewDiePie's posted that video of him learning to draw within 100 days yeah a lot of people are like oh yeah he's got references and it's like yeah he's got references but he's learning he's practicing to learn and he's is i mean we've all got references we all look at people's artwork i mean i get told a lot of the time by people that my artwork looks similar to that and reminds them of rick and morty and i'm like well I do watch Rick and Morty. That is like an inspiration for me. Gravity Falls was an inspiration from me. I've pickpocketed little things that I've learned and 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 I've kind of like created my own style, but they are all the style that I've got was born from other ideas. You know, like we all have ideas and we all in way, but like AI doesn't do that. It just steals people's work without permission as well. And it you know, there's nothing creative about that at all. So and I I just think, and, and hidden seeing a load of people now wanting to do what I do, but are demotivated to do it because they think people are wanting to do AI instead. And it's like, no, trust me, like there is places people still want people like me and other artists oh, and, yeah. and you. So please don't feel demotivated. And if, I'm, if within the next five or 10 years, I'm, I'm doing content my own myself, I'd like to hire these people and being like, look, trust me, like I am on your side 
many other people are on the same side, like, you know, giving other people an opportunity whilst being able to produce content of my own. So. Amen to that more than anything else. Cause I've always been a person that has always like preached when it comes to like AI and shit like that. Like, you know, it's, it's one thing if you're using it as a tool to help you, mm-hmm. it's another thing yeah. when you're using it as a replacement for other people. It's not the same. Yeah. It is not yeah, the same. But as we start to wind down the conversation, Archie, I just have one last question I want to ask you. Obviously, you're deeply entrenched in art for ages, no matter what point in life you certainly, and I'll say this again, drink a shot for every time I say this, but you've had your highs and lows, your peaks and valleys, but, but art has <laughs> Man, always been. Man, I'm so drunk. <laughs> <laughs> but regardless, art has always been like a major part of your life at one point or another. How important is art, not just for you, but for the world as a whole? Oh, very important. Um, and it depends, like, as well, because people think art ah, is just art. Uh, it's not. No. It's really not. Um, you've got music. That's another type of art in my eyes. You've got film. You've got media. You've got TV. So, um, like, theatre, musicals. You've got photography. You've got video editing. Ah, I mean, if we didn't have art, the world would be such a boring place. You know, like, it'd be fucking dull, it'd be boring, you know. There's, the whole, the, the thing that I think is really good as well is a lot of us have, like, ideas, well, we all do. When we're all kids, we've all got ideas. Mm-hmm. And these ideas don't make any sense. They're absolutely batshit insane. When you try and listen to a child, what they imagine, they're like, oh, princess and unicorn, and then and you're like... As an adult, it's trying. It's hard to try and tap into that, um, that idea because you you grow up and you just think, oh, kids, it's childish. But like, I think it'd be cool, like, if we could kind of tap into that as well as an adult and ask a child, what do you imagine? What do you see? What what is your ideal world or whatever? What do you like? And the child could like get the crayons and scribble out like a, a little castle or something like that. And then they're like, there's a princess made of trees and And you're like, that is, I couldn't have thought of that. But, right. I, you know, like it's such an interesting world. But if we didn't have that vision at all, it'd be just a boring world. And, and art in itself gives us life. I mean, I listen to music all the time, films all the time. I know my friends listen to music all the time. We've all got different tastes. But... At the end of the day, we all like some form of art. There is not a single person in this world that doesn't like a single piece of music, a single piece of film, a single piece of art, a cartoon, whatever. We all have one thing that we all like. And if none of us had one thing, it'd be, yeah, it'd just be a dull, boring world. Oh, yeah. No, it, it goes back to what I said in the first episode of this podcast. Earth without art is just eh. Yeah, eh. <laughs> just eh. What just, planet? Exactly, mm. exactly. Artsy, that Boy. is wonderfully worded, if I do say so myself. Um, Thank you. That is all the questions that I have for you, man. I have showered you with a whole bunch of praise, but I want to show you a little bit more because Thank it's you. my podcast. I do what I want. Uh, <laughs> Oh, you dump it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but I won't because, like I said earlier in the podcast, I've been trying to get you on here for years, man. Like, I, I've I've always loved and admired your art, especially whenever you had a chance to really, like, work with Smitty and really, like, 
bring some of his silly ideas out to you know to reality like it was really fun to see that keeping up with you like you've always seemed like a good chap and i'm so glad that i've been able to keep in touch with you you know on and off throughout this entire time but especially now Mm -hmm. getting a chance to really sit down with you seeing that you're in a really good position right now and i cannot tell you how happy i am for you seriously i i know thank you i'll be honest with you like looking back like preparing for this interview like i was looking back at some of the older messages that we had together and i i remember like i reading through some of the stuff that there was a time where it was really rough for you and i don't blame you like yeah. it, was, it was really rough so to see you like really bounce back and really get to a point where you feel like you're you're striving and thriving right now really being a comfortable position that you want to be in and also kind of realizing that there's so much more to do that excitement and that inspiration that you have it's it's really exciting to hear and if i wasn't already rooting for you before you bet your ass i'd be rooting for you a million times over like from here on out man like you're you're seriously an incredible person and an incredible talent and i feel honored and blessed to not just be able to know you but to consider you a friend through and through yeah thank May, you i i, I always consider you a friend you've helped me out through so much and also like just words of encouragement and even when i was like financially in the worst spot possible you've helped me out and and you know it it it's you've kind of been on the journey with me as well like you've seen me at my lowest point you've seen me at like my now hopefully like at a high point not my highest because I, I feel like i could achieve higher but oh yeah you are you are you've been with me on this journey and genuinely thank you so much i mean i've been wanting to come on this podcast um for like the longest time as well but like i've either been too busy or i've just been like like back end of 2022 up to beginning of 2023 i would fell seriously ill yeah um and i couldn't do any artwork as well which kind of hurt and killed me as well inside and but now getting to do the work that i do now getting to do this podcast with you that i wanted to do for the longest time like i'm i'm finally hitting goals and i'm finally achieving something that i wanted to be years ago and you know but honestly thank you so much as well for everything and and thank you for giving me the opportunity to show because i wanted to be on it for so long so thank you thank you like i said i should be thanking you more or less the other day for not only just giving me your time but for being able to put yourself out there through the highs and through the lows and really putting out some phenomenal stuff day in and day out thank you for what you do man keep up the incredible work because i know you said you're at high right now but i agree it it only gets higher from here we're glitching then Hey, we can go up together. That's all I'm saying. We can we can reach that you know mountain peak at some point. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> oh, uh, I'm t- I feel like I finally can take something off my bucket list now. Oh, really? Is like, it, what, what, yeah. What, <laughs> what being on a podcast that's on your bucket list right there? Well, being being on this one specifically. Oh, to be this fair, one specifically. Yeah, no, because what they call it, you've you've got something so unique. You got something completely different. A lot of people's podcasts, it, like. There's a song that makes me laugh that I listen to um, called, uh, what's the band called? It's like a duo from Australia. Okay. Um, sorry, I'm just going to quickly go on my Spotify. <laughs> um, yeah, what I call it, the group's called Bumbag, and the song's called Another White Boy with a Podcast. And it's like, <laughs> <laughs> and it's taking the absolute piss out of like, you know, like the people who are like Andrew Tate yeah. and stuff like that. We're like, Ooh, like my pig physical form is like me going to the gym and girls know but that's like what every other podcast that i see pop up there's only a few that have caught my attention and i, I watch and i want to listen to and stuff like that and um 
there's the casual criminalist that I listen to that I, I do like listening to stuff like that. But you with the artwork as well, like I'm very into my art and you're talking to so many people from like different areas of the art world. Oh, yeah. You know, you've got people from the animation industry, you've got people who are doing like like me, thumbnail artists and stuff like that. You are reaching out to art created people, like creative people, which is so unique and it's so different from other people. And it's I love it genuinely and I do like listening to it as well when I do in my work as well. So thank you for being different from everyone else and being so unique and also your questions are absolutely entertaining and you are an entertaining horse as well. So yeah, I mean, keep going. Just keep going with it. I love it. Hey, for us, it only goes up from here, right? <laughs> it does. It's all the, the only way is up, baby. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm not going to lie. You, you, had, you, <laughs> you had me on the brink of tears. I'm not going to lie, man. Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> well, distract the people from my tears. If people want to see all the art that I've been just gushing about for the past hour some odd or however long we've been talking go ahead and plug your stuff for the people at home uh so you can follow me on twitter or x uh elon I, musk I, I i still call it twitter i like fucking I, I don't think any i don't know any single person that calls it the the only um, the only person that call the only people that call it x are the people that are fucking riding elon musk's dick like they're gonna like he's gonna, <laughs> like, like he's gonna give them like a thousand bucks out of nowhere like no Elon Musk is my best friend. Um, you can follow me on uh, Twitter at ArtsyYT. You can follow me on Twitch uh, at... Uh, I've completely forgotten all my plugins now. Uh, you can follow me on Twitch at uh, twitch.tv slash ArtsyYT. Uh, YouTube, uh, Artsy Illustrations. I'm going to be doing a lot more on there as well. So you can hopefully, fingers crossed, you'll be able to see some stuff on there. But yeah, um, those are like the biggest platforms that I'm working on at the moment. So yeah. yeah. Head on I, over. I, I hope whenever you redo your banner, you're able to find a way to sneak me in there. That's all I'm asking. That's all I'm asking. <laughs> oh, I, do you want me to sneak you in, or do you want yeah. me to sneak money bags? In? Ooh, ooh, that I'll leave that to you. Either me or money bags, whichever one you're more comfortable putting in there. <laughs> whichever one you think will stand out more. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely putting you in. Definitely okay. putting you in. I appreciate that sincerely. Um, Thank you. Do you have any final words before we sign off? Um, yeah, if you're feeling very low, feeling demo, uh, I know it's very easy to say it, but like, keep going because I can only get better if you keep going. Don't just look at someone else's work and feel like that shit. You are worth something. Everyone's work is worth something. Mm -hmm. You know, like the only way you can get better is by practicing. Even if it's like 10 minutes a day, 20 minutes a day, try and learn some new things. I mean, I... I'm still shit at drawing hands, but I'm practicing and I'm doing like maybe 20 minutes a day, 10 minutes a day, like doing art references to learn how to draw hands better. So, you know, just keep going. You know, the the only way you're going to get better is if you keep going. Don't think that your final product is what you start with. Like, you know, we've all got to start from somewhere. So please don't feel demotivated, especially with AI art. Like AI art still fucking struggling with hands and so am I, but like I know I can come out of it the other side knowing that I'm better for it whilst AI is just like but it's not you know, it's it's not the end result. So just just keep going, guys. Just keep going. Look, I think at some point in life everyone struggles with hands, okay? Like I, I think <laughs> <laughs> I even struggle with hands. Just my actual hands themselves. Like I I pick up stuff and I drop them all the time and I'm thinking, God damn you hands. So. <laughs> like, 
Like we all struggle with hands at one point or another. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. But no, like it, I think that is wonderful words to, to live by. Keep keep going, keep pushing forward because your art is worth something. That is wonderful words to live by. That is a wonderful way to end it. With that, all I have left to say is for the people at home, if you can, please pay your artists. Yeah. Thank you so much for sticking around to the end. If this is your first time listening, I greatly do appreciate it. Like I said at the beginning of this podcast, this was a absolutely fun conversation. Artsy, if you've gotten up to this point, you know how I feel about you, man. <laughs> it's really incredible for us to have this conversation. It's been really incredible to see you grow as an artist. So, like I said before, and I'll say it a million times over and over and over and over again, please keep up the awesome work, man. You know, it's opportunities like this that make me truly love and cherish the conversations I get to have on this podcast. You know, Artsy, like I said, is someone that I've been aware of for a good couple of years because of the content that I love and watch. But showing a little bit of love and appreciation for the thumbnails that a lot of people, you know, for a lot of people it's a first impression. For a lot of people it's what has them clicking on an episode or, or has them clicking on a uh like a video that they have never seen when it came to that content creator before. That's something that I always love and appreciate. And getting to talk to Artsy and see that that love is truly genuine, not just from an art perspective, but as a content perspective, really everything that he puts forth in that stuff, it makes me appreciate him a million times more. It, I mean, trust me, I've already had a, love, a lot of love and appreciation for the guy. I mean, I won't go into detail, but there's been some real highs and lows with this guy, and any opportunity I can to support him, for better or for worse, I've always wanted to be there to help him out, because he's always been a good person, first and foremost. Um, I mean, it's, it's still never easy, and for a lot of things in life, for a lot of us, things are never easy. I mean, I'm saying this, and, well, we all see what's going on around the world. But any opportunity that we can to really show that love and support for people that truly deserve it, for people that have a true love and passion, not just for art, but for life, no matter what they're going through, no matter what they're struggling with, anyone that has that genuine love and appreciation for life and people and everything around them, those are the people that I always want to lift up those are the people that i want by my side those are the people that i want to really support and really let them know that what they're doing is absolutely incredible there there's a lot of negativity in this world there's a lot of insane people in this world there's a lot of horrible people that get away with too many things so any opportunity in what little way i can to try to lift up other people incredible people lift up their voice and really let the world know just how incredible that they are 
I'm going to do everything in my power to do that. That's why I, I love the people that I get to bring on. Especially when it comes to you know art and such. For a lot of people, they're putting out their whole heart and soul out there for the world. That's why I want to celebrate it. That's why I want to, to do what little bit I can to really raise these people's voices up. That's why I'm more than happy to have a guy like Artsy on here. That's why I'm more than happy to have just about any of the creators I've been able to bring on here. That's why I will continue to make those voices as loud as I possibly can. I know my reach isn't much at this point, and for all I know, this could be my peak. But if there is any opportunity I can to use what little bit of abilities I have, to really let the proper voices be heard. I feel like I'm doing a good job at the end of the day. And that's more than enough for me. So no matter what, no matter how big or small of a voice that you have, if you have the ability to just spread the word about incredible people in your life, do it. Do whatever you can to show a lot of love and support for the people that are really going out there. And putting themselves out there and really showcasing just how incredible life can be. Show how incredible that their art can be. It's something that I, I try to practice how I preach every opportunity I get. And I sincerely hope that you guys take the opportunity to do that as well. Because there's a lot of incredible people that need their voices heard first and foremost. So let's let's try to keep amplifying those voices let's always try to showcase that life is incredible and these people they show life through art let that let that love for life really shine bright <laughs>